0: Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Aaron Fraser.
1: And I'm Matt Bose. In this episode, we're looking back at 2022 with 13 notable Hindi language films released from July to December 2022.
0: Did we scale new heights with Unchai?
1: Are we worried that we'll be Dulquer Saman's next victims?
0: Can Ajay Devgan escape taboo again?
1: All this and more in our 2022 year-end wrap-up.
0: Before we begin, we would like to respectively acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. Matt!
1: What a year it was, hey?
0: Yes, what a year. We are back from our break. Mm -hmm. Um, We've been gone for almost two months.
1: (laughs) We're busy. We went to Vancouver.
0: Yes, we are busy. Um, We celebrated Christmas and New Year's. We spent eight days in bc we've been catching up with a lot of movies both indian movies and hollywood movies and just movies 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 and getting back to into the swing of things post-holiday and it's 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 time to record our our year-end wrap-up now, long-time listeners will know that we do two of these episodes every year or usually do two of them every year. One in the middle of the year that we call the mid-year wrap-up and one at the end of the year that we call the year-end wrap-up. So, if you're wondering why we're only discussing films that were released between July and December, although we do have one film that was released in June, it's because we already discussed January to June. In our mid-year wrap-up, so yeah,
1: go look it up. Put that in the notes. Pause this one. Go down now with that, that one.
0: <laughs> now we only have thirteen. Only we only have thirteen. We only have thirteen films to discuss. We've talked a bit before about how we're trying to make these wrap-up episodes a bit more manageable, especially with my change in career, where I'm not seeing as many uh, new releases throughout the year, uh, and so. What we've decided to do was just kind of pick and choose uh, what what we're going to discuss, what we're interested in seeing, and so we try. Like and, most people do. Well, yeah, but most we, normal we, people we we do. We try. Do this. We try and get us like, freaks,
1: though. We do it differently. We
0: try and get a lot of the big releases, and we do try and have like a different. Like a mix of genre and
1: some good movies, good some movies, horrible bad movies. movies.
0: You know, we're we're trying we're trying our best to get a, a snapshot of the year, but obviously we didn't get to everything. Um, and I think we're disappointed that we couldn't access some of the some films yet, like. Bedia. I was in Germany
1: when Vikram Veda came out. I'm yeah. so mad. You guys could have gone to see it without me.
0: I think it m- might be going to, like, Geo Cinema or something, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be the case in North America. Yeah. But it came out in October, so I assumed it would be available by now, and it's not, Yeah. which is
1: surprising. So I really wanted to watch that one. Don't want to watch the original. Sorry, South Indian yeah. film fans. Yeah,
0: so, so that's a big mystery. Uh, we also haven't had the chance to see an action hero. It came out early December, so it's not that surprising. It was in theaters for like
1: a week, too. Yeah, It did not stick around.
0: It's not that surprising. And that's a
1: terrible week to... That whole month was just crazy busy, so...
0: Yeah, so it's not that surprising that it's not out yet, but I kind of thought... It would be by now, mm-hmm. and then and then Bedia also isn't available yet, and so I think that's kind of the one that I've most been looking forward to seeing. It did really well in theaters, so I kind of see why the streaming release hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, it wasn't playing in a theater that's super accessible to us, and so it got it got missed.
1: And that theater's actually shutting down, too.
0: Yeah, I think we'll we'll talk a bit more about that. It's, like, hyper-local content, but I think it's interesting, and I think there's some things to say about it, but we'll talk
1: a bit hey, more. That's a really interesting theater, because... Yeah. It, yeah, we'll get into it later, but it's... Another,
0: in another episode.
1: It yeah. kind of, like, shifted its entire identity, and it was, like, the only place to watch Hindi movies Ooh. in town for a long time, so it's, it's kind of a cultural icon, in a way.
0: Yeah, but it was also pretty inaccessible unless you had a vehicle. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's kind of a disclaimer about some of the things that we had hoped to watch that we didn't see. If we missed your favorite,
1: feel free to get mad at us.
0: Yeah, I don't think we have too many regrets that we didn't catch up with uh, yeah. Thank God or any of the Akshay Kumar films that released over the past six months.
1: Or the one where uh, um, John V. Kaffur gets stuck in a fridge.
0: Oh, Millie! Yeah, yeah. Well, it's we have okay. a we have a jean film to, to talk about.
1: Yeah, we could we could always do a movie about people, uh, an episode on fridges or something down the line.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, and and at some point, like we do have to say, like we need to record the damn episode. We can't keep yeah. sitting around trying to catch up with movies. We need to like move on. And so there are many twenty twenty two releases that didn't make it into either episode that. We still might work into an yeah. episode down the line. Uh, Kala is one of them. I think we do want to do an episode where we discuss Kala. Female so.
1: musicians or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think we're just trying to trying to make this manageable. Just mani- trying to live
1: our lives, okay?
0: Manageable with our busy... You don't get paid
1: enough to do this.
0: So, before, before we get into it, Matt, any thoughts on the year that you want to share?
1: Let me look at the movies again. Uh, there were some big swings this year. Mm-hmm. La Singchata and Bramanstra, especially. Those were like, these are the the ones that are going to save cinema. It really... Especially, like... Okay, well, the elephant in the room you didn't want me to talk about is Triple R.
0: It's not that I didn't want you to talk there about it. There isn't much it. left I just, to say. There's nothing left to say. I'm kind of sick of talking about it.
1: But you know that every... Indian movie for the next five years is going to be compared to it
0: mm-hmm. like
1: something that has the possibility to be a four quadrant blockbuster yes on we're going to go see this weekend we're going to see news stories like oh it underperformed compared to the biggest movie of all time
0: yes and it has certainly increased the profile for popular Indian cinema uh, worldwide but especially here in the west
1: yeah and I'm it hoping just got an
0: Oscar nomination for Natu Natu for best original song which yeah. I'm thrilled about even though like not a
1: great song I,
0: yeah it's okay the
1: picturization was good but yeah I hate, the I dance hate is that, great. I hate that part where it turns into like dubstep at the yeah, end yeah I
0: hate that yeah uh, yeah
1: it's yeah we can talk about Natu Natu all day
0: like it's not even my favorite song in that movie
1: no no it is not <laughs>
0: there are better songs in that movie
1: and I truly love Triple R it was like my favorite movie of the year I yeah. think yeah but yeah there isn't much left to say because the americans basically saw it and they all <laughs> talked about it but all of these big swings i think we're kind of like okay we got bahubali which did so well pan-indian blockbuster which everyone's trying mm-hmm. to do so your lal singh chad as your brahmastras these are the big swings but they still underperformed lal singh yeah. especially i don't think it did that well yeah. not, not compared to what it should have been i guess mm-hmm. And Brahmastra... I think Circus
0: underperformed as well.
1: Well, good. That movie yeah. sucked. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, but uh, Brahmastra, you know, they're going to do the next one in the, in the series, and it seems like they're building some suspense, and mm-hmm. who's uh, Shiva's parents, so that's kind of cool. But yeah, th- this one seemed like all or nothing time, put it all on the table, like we have to we have to defeat these South A- South Indian ones that keep doing so well, and... I mean, it sounds like it's going to be Shah Rukh Khan right now, as uh, this recording, who's who's, who's, mm-hmm. who's going to be the one to do it. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to be hearing comparisons to Triple R forever, so get used to that.
0: Well, yeah, I am used to it. Like, I'm not...
1: But I'm... It, it's, it's just going to be a giant lampshade over any Indian movie. Yes. And I hope that people who got into Triple R, you know, first watch Bahubali, watch Iga, Get into that stuff. Maybe watch *Intharan* uh, that sort of thing, and work your way through. And then eventually come back to Hindi movies. Or yeah. at least come meet us at Hindi movies, because there's lots of good stuff here. Uh, it's just getting overshadowed.
0: Yeah, and I'm certainly I'm thrilled, like I said, about our, our, our success. I really enjoyed the movie. It's just... At this point, like, it came out, what, in March? <laughs> yeah, we saw, in we saw it in theaters. <laughs>
1: we saw it in theaters with Avneesh, and, like, not to brag or anything.
0: And, but we... and my Trash Run the Movies co-host, Paul Matwichak.
1: Yeah, and not to brag or anything, we saw it before it was cool. We knew...
0: <laughs> yeah, so we either saw it, like, late March or early April, but we were really excited about it because, like, we liked Bahubali. You yeah. Know? Like, we, we... And
1: those movies had done great. We saw them up there, too.
0: We were already interested in, in Rajamuli. Yeah. I don't think it matters when or how you got interested in Indian cinema. Please
1: please stay interested, though.
0: Yes, I just... It's not the
1: be-all, end-all. There's lots of cool other stuff to check out, especially if you like British people getting
0: killed. Yeah. Boy, howdy. I just, like, again, I I don't think it's a competition. Um, I'm just excited that there's a lot more interest in Indian cinema. But... I think I'm a little burnt out of the conversation being about one film.
1: You also listen to Oscar prognostication podcast. Yes. So you have been like (laughs) steeping in, oh, is it going to get best picture nom? Or Mm -hmm. is it just going to be best song? Like you kind of brought that part on yourself.
0: (laughs) Sure. Sure. Um, But you did kind of bring up one of the big elephants in the room. And that is that the box office was just non-existent this year. Um, Yeah. It, it did kind of feel like a return to cinemas with um, kind of us learning how to navigate the COVID pandemic um, and, and and restrictions having... Uh, They're gone here. Yeah. They've been
1: gone basically all year. Having,
0: having not fallen by the wayside, but just like, yeah, disappeared, removed. So, you know, we saw more movies in theaters this year. Than we have the past couple of years of the pandemic yeah, probably since 2019 for sure and i will say that you know like going to the movies it it feels safe to just go see a movie masked so yeah. i i was really grateful for that um but yeah the south indian films dominated the box office and and bollywood is really feels like it's lagging um, that being said, I don't think that like, this is the death of Bollywood. I'm not necessarily interested in like Shah Rukh Khan being the savior of Bollywood. I always think about, um, especially all these conversations about, um, kind of the state of Bollywood, um, and, and kind of looking back at this year where, where things really underperformed. And I, I think about like Hollywood in the 1970s, it's when the box office was the lowest yeah, and yeah all of these directors yeah all these new hollywood directors come in and start making really interesting films that have that redefined hollywood now i'm not necessarily saying that's what's happening in bollywood but i don't necessarily the conditions are
1: becoming available
0: yeah and i think we're going to be talking stuff at the wall i think we're going to be talking about one film in particular that kind of feels like it could be like Kind of like a new Hollywood kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, the rise of like a really interesting director who who just seems on fire. Yeah, um, and and it's just I think you know like this might be a period of transition. Looking back on it, we might be like, oh man, look at all these gems that yes, like underperformed. There was good we're stuff not, this year. Well, yeah, and we're not going to remember necessarily all the big failures and the flops. We'll remember all the great movies that we enjoyed. We'll remember the good
1: times with our friends.
0: I don't know. I guess I'm just like, I'm in this for the long haul. We've been doing this podcast for so many years now. I really do love Hindi cinema and Bollywood, even when it disappoints me.
1: Also, PS1. And I
0: just don't have that much investment in box office.
1: Yeah, box office is, it's, it's just kind of
0: I still i'm still excited for pluton yeah. you know if this is going to be the if we need to save bollywood and this is going to be the movie to do it i'm yeah. still excited to see it uh
1: just real quick ps1 as well the many random mm-hmm. i i loved it uh it started off very confusing and yeah, then I once you it. learn the kind of the rhythms of it and it, it teaches you how to watch it over yeah. the course of it because there's so many names and things thought it was fantastic very excited for ps2
0: Yeah, I need to watch it again now that I have a better sense of the ins and outs of the narrative. I think it'll be... Rewarding to sit through it again.
1: Was that the last thing we saw in Movies 12?
0: I think so. Yeah,
1: that's um, not a bad one to go out but on. But
0: it was an incredibly beautiful film, amazing songs, and I think there's actually moments in PS1 that I like a lot more than Triple R.
1: Yeah, KGF, so. we didn't see those. I mean, yeah. maybe someday, but uh, the whole Canada, um, kind of revenge, gangster stuff, it looks cool. i got nothing against it. I'm just too busy watching indie films for the most part. Yeah. So uh, I would like to catch up with those at some point because people say they're great. So... Uh, I'm, I'm curious. It's just we have a lot of other stuff going on.
0: Well, and the great thing about movies and art is there's always movies and art to watch.
1: Yeah, there's always new ones. <laughs> there's always
0: new stuff. There's always new stuff. There's always old stuff. Like
1: Yeah, the Pushpa ones, yeah. too. Those are kind of cool. So yeah. there's a lot of angry guys in other languages doing stuff that I'm curious to find out about.
0: All right. Uh, I think it's about time we get to these movies um we can come, this first one is good we can come back to this um I like do, you, this do you, you want me to start off i got it okay
1: okay so jug jug geo yeah oh,
0: that was good this came out on uh, june 24th um so technically not a july release but we weren't able to see it before our mid-year episode and um i i really wanted to talk about it because it's it's a big family dramedy, which I think is one of the genres that we really fell in love with when we it's started. It's also got some well of our with... guys in it. It does have some of our guys.
1: Yeah, so it features uh, Nitu Kapoor, Anil Kapoor, Varun Dhawan, Kira Advani, Manish Paul, and Praktakta Joe Coley, new person.
0: Yeah, she's uh, she's like a YouTube star. She's a comedian. She's great.
1: She's the girl getting married, the younger sister. Yeah, yeah,
0: and she's also she's in um, the the Netflix. Um, web series mismatched which uh, Mm. I I haven't seen and I've I've wondered if I should catch up with
1: so this movie demonstrates that Toronto is where love goes to die (laughs) Uh, I loved how shitty it made Toronto look Mm -hmm. Uh, but basically um uh Varun Dewan and Kira Ivani are a young married couple. I think they've been married for five years at the point of the movie starting, something like that.
0: Like five or eight. We see, it opens with a bit of... um.
1: Them as children.
0: Yeah, like a bit of like rushing through their love story. Uh, and then you see their marriage and then it flash forwards a certain number of years and we're in Toronto.
1: Yeah, they moved to Toronto for her work. Uh, it is accurately depicted as a horrible hellscape. <laughs> uh, one funny thing that... Um, I, Kind of baffling because they have large buildings in India. I don't know why they did this. Mm-hmm. But they live in basically a skyscraper. You can see out their window, like, how high it is compared to other buildings. Mm-hmm. And yet, like, Vernon everyone has to, like, take the garbage out to just a, a plastic <laughs> bin outside, like, there would be a garbage room in that building. Uh, he, he's he's a bouncer. That's his job. He, mm-hmm. he never really quite fit in in Canada. And uh, uh, they tell each other at dinner one day that they want to get divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Um, Barun says, like, okay, let's just wait until after uh, my sister's wedding. Uh, My parents are going to be happy. They did all this planning. Let's let's let let them get that out of the way, and then we can give them the bad news. So they go to India for the wedding, and as it turns out, Anil Kapoor is interested in divorcing his wife. (laughs) And he drunkenly tells his son this. And Barun Dhawan is great in this movie as, like, a straight man who keeps getting told, like, Annoying things that he would prefer not to know. Yeah. Like his sister is also in love with a different guy Mm -hmm. who she's not marrying. Mm -hmm. And some other news comes out of the course of the story.
0: Well, and also uh, his mom and his mother-in-law, Kiara Advani's mother, are like adamant about trying, about like Kiara Advani having a baby. And so like she's dealing with having to like... (laughs) try and Just bat them off like, no, that. no
1: babies. Yeah. So it comes to a head with uh, Neil Kapoor basically moving out. Um, he tell, he's, he's afraid to tell his wife of 35 yeah. years, yeah. but they end up separating for a bit and then the wedding happens. I'm not going to say what happens next, but yeah, it's a good sort of big family romantic comedy, yeah. I'd say. Uh, I think the first half was much stronger. Uh, when you actually get to the wedding, I thought it dragged a bit. There's this really big argument that seems like it goes on for half an hour. Right. But the first part with Varun Dhawan being told facts that he does not want to know, yeah, oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, solid film.
0: So this is directed by uh, Raj Mehta, uh, who previously directed a movie Um, That I continue to be a big fan of, despite my better judgment, um, which is, I guess, kind of how I feel about this movie. And 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 maybe I shouldn't like put an asterisk on it. I should just own. I think I'm probably a Rajmata fan, and that is good news. Um, Good news is good. Good news is great.
1: If it wasn't good, they would have called it bad news.
0: (laughs) Good news is great. Also with this is
1: less silly. Yeah, this
0: is less silly. But also with Kiara Advani, she gives a great performance in Good News. She gives a great performance here. She's um, a lot
1: more comedic in good news in yes. this one. She's kind of like
0: she's a bit more, the hard ass. Yeah. Um, but like the lead up, they're cross cutting between Anil Kapoor and Varun Dhawan, Kiara Advani and Nitu Singh or Nitu Kapoor and Prajakta Kohli, who's at her like stake at, and they're all kind of dealing with their own like little secrets. I thought that was.
1: Yeah, it was good.
0: Fantastic. It was a great song the You understand and the way, all the people on yeah, the Yeah, the way that the they were layering is, yeah. the drama of all the characters. Um I agree with you that the the second half is maybe not as strong and I can see why some people wouldn't like this movie like it, it, it's it's not as strong as like a Delta Dog or no. A Kapoor and Sons, but for me, like, this felt like a, a return of of that kind of big, complicated yeah. family dramedy that I really enjoy in Bollywood. I Don't you like were...
1: seeing Anil Kapoor goofing off?
0: Oh, God, Anil Kapoor's great in this. He's got like, great
1: outfits. Really? Just like rich, rural guy looks.
0: Yeah. Really solid performances. Like, I did, I did really enjoy this. It's certainly not um, the best of this type of film, um, but... Yeah, I had a good time. Uh, I, we should say that it's uh, produced by Karen Johar and certainly yeah. has his kind of interest in it has divorce of... and infidelity. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, it, it feels very much like a project produced by Karen Johar. Yeah. So yeah, big fan. There's a
1: guy who's always dressed in like real hype beast type clothes. Oh yeah. He's Karen was... Vani's brother. He was hilarious. I really liked it, that guy. Um, but like he dresses like... Uh, Basically, what Karen Jo Hart would dress like if he was a bit younger yeah. and more athletic, I guess. Yeah. A lot of track suits and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So next we have Ek villain Returns. Oh boy. Oof. <laughs> 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 uh, did, did Did you think the villain would return? Did you th- think Ritesh Deshmukh would come back? Because he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he does. Sort of, but it's, it's at the end. It's not. It's not really. So it's one of these sequels, one of these Bollywood sequels that is not really yeah. a sequel. It's, it's not just the, a whole new movie.
1: It's it's a new villain. <laughs> yeah. And really <laughs> both of the women are villains too. They both refer to themselves that way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. You know. There's like
1: actually all four people, all four main characters of the movie refer to themselves as villains. John Abraham S- maybe not. So
0: many more villains than the first sequel. Four villain. times as
1: vill- many villains. <laughs>
0: Uh, so this is directed by Mohit Suri, who directed the first Akavillin And Ashiki too, And Ashiki 2. And Mulang, which and I didn't Mulang. watch. But, yeah. like,
1: this guy's not very good at making movies. <laughs>
0: well, or at least, he... like, the
1: actual, like, direction is okay, but he should just get better stories. Because these well, are garbage stories.
0: But he he's usually ripping off Hollywood movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, he should. Yeah. When he's trying <laughs> to, like, make a universe of his own stuff... No good, no.
0: Yeah, he's often ripping off. Uh, like, like Eck villain is a rip off of. And it's I not saw Hollywood, the Devil. yeah. It's green, yeah. but yeah. Still, um, Ash Too obviously is a rip off of A Star Is Born. Like, here, here he has an original idea, and what an original Wait, idea does he, it is.
1: Does he really? <laughs>
0: The film stars Arjun Kapoor, who's really, like, gotten back into shape for his, like, return Again, to, he's not taking that
1: shirt off. It's, uh...
0: To, to Bollywood. I
1: need to see... I need to see the goods, otherwise I'm not, to. I'm not calling it.
0: And one of the reasons why I did want to watch this film and and feature it in in this episode is because I watched the Copy with Koran episode with Arjun Kapoor and Sonam Kapoor, and he speaks really earnestly about kind of getting back in shape and wanting to, um, kind of give give performances that his fans will enjoy again
1: in this um, film
0: well <laughs> it it seems like he really like he wants to he seem he he, he came across as very genuine and very committed okay. and so i really wanted to you know Movie
1: <laughs> And what did you think of it?
0: I hated it, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hate him. Yeah, you know, I do. I do quite like Arjun Kapoor.
1: This um, is so close to being in the one and a half stars, but with a heart club. <laughs> it's just that John Abraham's parts are so boring in yeah, the first half. It doesn't
0: quite get to like Koi Johnny Na levels. Yeah. Anyways. It, um, it,
1: it needed to get a bit crazier or just be less long.
0: Yeah. But I wanted to, I wanted to support Arjun Kapoor. So that's why I wanted to watch this. So uh, he plays kind of like a rich dilettante Uh, Who hooks up with uh, Tara Sataria, who I don't think has been good in anything. I'm really sorry. She's just like, don't think
1: she's good. She's an aspiring singer who is on what you described as. The Vans Warped Tour of India?
0: Well, it's some sort of touring music festival. And you were like, what music festival's tour? And I was like, the Vans Warped Tour. Like, I don't know. Like, music festival's tour.
1: They used some, like, Pond 5 footage of the the 49ers stadium in San Francisco. Like, they didn't even airbrush out the 49ers. It was crazy.
0: Arjun Kapoor, like, initially has, like, very minor beef with her. Um, but that quickly turns to like this relationship where they're trying to sabotage the career of a, another singer, singer, Kieran with a Q, um, which like starts out by Arjun Kapoor threatening to sexually assault her. Yeah. He's
1: wearing a smiley face mask. I'm pretty sure smiley face was in the first one too. I don't remember it well enough, but like, that's a, that's definitely a theme in this. There's the smiley face killer.
0: Yeah. 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 Anyways, like. This this movie his, his pranks
1: start off this, a little bit too far.
0: Yeah, this movie is definitely all over the place, and they start off a little too far because we're not sure if he's the killer or if he's like the villain or not. It opens with um, what, Tara what level of villain and,
1: is he? Because there's a yes, villain ladder.
0: It opens with Tara Sataria being kidnapped, and I then will we say kind that, of that
1: opening scene, which is shot like uh found footage style because it's a yeah. bunch of it's her band and they're all having a party yeah and then someone busts in and starts murdering all of them pretty good actually mm-hmm. i thought that that started off on a real high point because i was like i hate all of these characters yeah. oh jason is here he's murdering them
0: <laughs> and and then we get a fa- flashback that kind of explains the relationship between these two yeah. and then the film shows us john abraham who is eventually connected to all of this. And he plays like a lonely cab driver who works at the zoo. But he he's works the only... at the
1: zoo to fund his job yeah. of being a cab driver, which I guess is his true passion. Yeah, They made it very clear that that was the reason and then didn't explain why someone <laughs> well, would do that. Well, it's
0: because he's in love with Disha Patani. Uh, who...
1: Works at the shirt store. Yeah, she works at
0: a clothing store and she has, like, figured out that, like, John Abraham is, like, the easiest mark and is obsessed with her. So anytime he goes into the clothing store, she makes him buy a ton of clothes, she gets a big commission and then he drives her home because he's a cab driver. Yeah. And And a simp. Yeah, and their relationship um, over the course of the film, you start to see how they are also villains um, and they... Together turn to a life of crime and eventually these two stories come to head again. We have like four villains here. Um it's this is a deeply stupid movie. Yes. It's really fun at times. Deja Patani, she's giving she's given. She's from I know the, From I, the get-go, I know a we huge came, bitch
1: for no reason.
0: I know we came for Arjun Kapoor's comeback, but Disha Patani is really giving it.
1: I actually like um, John Abraham in this. I just find really? that his character oh is... Oh my god, no. No, no, I, I like seeing him. I just found no. that his character is a complete drip and super boring. Yeah, the Because he doesn't talk very much and like... He just has like a winsome glance in his eyes. But when he's like fighting Arjun Kapoor and, you know, he's got that sort of uh, Panther-like athleticism running around doing stuff.
0: I like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think John Abraham is like the big problem with this film.
1: No, the script I, is the big problem with this film.
0: But I, like, I could have respected it as like a stupid twisty dumb thriller as long as I'm like having fun. Um, but it just, everything with Johnny Abraham is so boring. Um, and everything with him is so predictable too. Like yeah. just, it just, it, I called it,
1: this is another one I called yeah, really but early. It just
0: like sucked, like his character and his performance just like completely sucks the life out of this movie. Um, which sucks because like Disha Patani, who is opposite him is like, she's really given it.
1: If she, if they did like a. Uh, a Harley Quinn movie in India? Yeah. She should do that because she's giving like real psycho vibes. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, anyways, uh, this Arjun was... Kapoor's character
1: doesn't make any sense though. He's got this beef with his dad.
0: Yeah. And we don't Who understand cares?
1: why and he's just a dick for no reason. And you're kind of like, okay, sure. Like, he I also need... kills a bunch of cops and I'm supposed to feel like bad
0: about him? I it? need to be clear, Matt. When we put on Echo Villain return, We were not like, expecting I'm lowering like logic and and intelligence. Like, I, I'm not expecting that. I can't that. turn it
1: off. You know this. I
0: just want to have fun. And unfortunately, I didn't have... I didn't have as much fun as I wanted to have. Um, but yes, it does, like, at the end... Or, like...
1: Ritesh Deshmukh comes and recruits yeah, it, someone from
0: the It does at hospital? the end tie into the first deck villain. And it does earlier, too, because we see kind of, like, a profiler talking about Ritesh Deshmukh. So I guess these movies take place in the same world. But I think... The title "Eck Villain Returns" is impl- stupid. Impl- uh, yeah, I think it should be. They say "Eck Villain"
1: like forty times over the course of this movie.
0: It should have been
1: "Eck Villains."
0: Eck villains. Yeah. Or "Eck Villain Squared."
1: Yeah, yeah. Eck villain. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be good. But returns?
0: Uh, d- bad title.
1: Or you know, let's have a girl villain next time. We basically do in this one, but like make make a woman the main villain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, I mean, I didn't like the first film either, but this was a missed opportunity.
1: Yeah, the first film was just kind of boring. Mm -hmm. This was stupid and boring, but it almost edged over into stupid that was like fun, but not enough. Mm
0: -hmm. It
1: could have gone more stupid. And that's what we need. More stupid.
0: Yeah. Anyways. Film Returns. Uh, I am... I am happy that Arjun Kapoor is making a comeback. I do... Yeah. I do quite like him.
1: Like, I like Arjun Kapoor. Yeah. Um... Okay. And like, he
0: really, like... He came across as very genuine in that Copy with Koran episode and that, like... He
1: seems like a good guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He seems yeah. like he really he's, cares... He's had, his
1: str- he's had his struggles and stuff, right? Yeah.
0: It seems like he really cares about his fans and, you know, and his girlfriend and, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I just... I, I like the guy. I like the guy a lot. Um, and... You know, I still think about his performance in Sandy or Pinky Farar. Like, yeah, the, he,
1: that should have been his comeback movie. I don't think it did that well, but like, he really yeah, had no places in that one. He was
0: also great in Boot Police. Like, yeah. I, I, like I don't know. It's interesting again the way that like he was talking about this role, whereas like I'm just like, man, you're
1: yeah, you you're, had two pretty good movies, had two before. really
0: good movies like the year before.
1: <laughs> yeah, 2021 was your year. 2022, but I guess not like, so much.
0: I guess he wasn't as like built. In those movies, but I don't
1: care. I, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, he looks fine. He's. I think he's hot. I don't think he's going to be super chiseled ever, but yeah. he's like, he's big. He's like hulking. And yeah. he really used that in Sunday, pure Picky, Farrar, because he's yeah. like a corrupt cop and yeah. he has to be physically opposing. So, yeah. Yeah. You play to your strengths. Yeah. This ain't it.
0: Okay, this next one I think we can get through really quickly because we have a whole it, episode yeah. reviewing this, episode,
1: That's this film. Good luck, Jerry. We mm-hmm. talked about that in an episode on Lady Problems or mm-hmm. Problem Ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, features John V. Kapoor as a drug mule, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it being pretty good. Listen to that episode if you want to find out more.
0: Yeah, it came out on a Disney Hotstar Star in late July directed by Siddharth Sen. I really wanted to watch it because I saw the South Indian film that it's a remake of, Kolomavu Uh And I was a big fan of that movie. I really liked it. I really need to catch up with the director's latest film, Doctor. I've heard mm-hmm. really good things about that.
1: From what you showed me of the, like the songs and stuff from that one, like... The male lead was a really different sort of guy. It's a guy you get in South Indian movies.
0: Oh, Yogi Babu, yeah. Yeah,
1: you get him. And then she's more of like a... The girl is a lot more like a sex pod, basically.
0: Sort of. I think she just, like, has a bit more agency. Yeah. Um,
1: Jerry is really running around from calamity to calamity and doesn't really yeah. have time to really like develop a criminal mentality.
0: Yeah. And I I really didn't like Deepak Dobriel's performance here. I much prefer Yogi Babu's performance in the original film. Oh, the
1: boyfriend. Yeah, he was very, yeah. he was very annoying.
0: Yeah. So um yeah, I mean this is one of those big like um Everyone who's ever told us that Seth Indian movies are better, like you can say, and I told you so, because... You did it. I have seen the Seth Indian film and watched the Bollywood remake, and I definitely felt that this was kind of a, a flattened, pale comparison to the original film. Do you think it's that, that jean V.
1: Kapoor wouldn't do certain stuff, like no, in her contract?
0: I, I, don't, I don't think so at all. I hmm. think it's just kind of, it just feels a bit like the edges have been rounded off a bit
1: yeah Um, it it definitely seems so from like even the way it was shot in the stuff you were showing me
0: and i don't think thats i don't think that's her because Mm i i think she's giving a really great performance at the center of this film i
1: the script is the script seems to have yeah had some edges
0: yeah exactly like i i don't think it's her i think kind of it's 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 something that happened in the in the adaptation mm-hmm. um i continue to want to be interested in what jambi kapoor's doing but like the other film she she released in um a couple of months ago or that was released i don't think she's the one releasing them um millie is also i believe a south indian I think uh it's based on remake. something that,
1: like it's a real story too oh is it i think so
0: mm, well maybe maybe we should catch up with it but i just like i'd like to see i just want to
1: find like i want her to have a role that is hers
0: yeah uh, exactly. I guess probably
1: gungeon saxon is probably the closest she was decent in that but like yeah
0: yeah millie i've never is based i've on, never
1: been like blown away
0: yeah millie is based on a malayalam film and I her just ghost like,
1: stories was okay
0: yeah and yeah. she was good in ruhi but like i'm just i'm waiting i'm waiting for the role exactly that can be hers and where it all comes together because i think she's got it mm-hmm. we're just not getting it yet
1: she needs, like, Anandel Rife or somebody to do something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I didn't, like, I, I enjoyed Good Luck, Jerry, but it, I didn't I, like it as much. As it I time.
1: seem to remember really hate, hating the opening titles because they're, like, What's a quick way of showing that this is criminal? Like, oh, uh, yeah. oh but, let's make it into a comic book and just lower your expectations.
0: Yeah, but there is some interesting um cinematography and and camera work in the film. Like, and I like the
1: main gangster guy. He was yeah. he was giving Pankesh Kripathy vibes and I always like those.
0: Yeah, there's like there's some good stuff in it. It's just Yeah, the colors was, were the colors were, were interesting.
1: Warning. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And
0: I like that one overhead shot when they're kind of taking, with the fish
1: farm was cool and
0: Yeah, but that yeah. overhead shot where they're like taking um, where they're, where they're setting up kind of the, the gunfight, not the gunfight, like the, the transporting of the drugs.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. really good. There's was, it had some interesting cinematography and camera work.
0: Yeah. Um, so next we have darlings, which is the, we talked about it in that episode. As <laughs> we well. talked about it in that episode, um, because, they came out so close together and they paired together really nicely. Darlings came out in August, early August on Netflix. It's directed by Jasmine K. Reen. Stars Ali Abbatt, Vijay Varma, and Shafali Shah. It's the year of Shafali Shah. Yeah. We're going to be talking about her again. Uh, love Shafali Shah. Uh, Ali Abbatt. not only... Listen to that episode
1: more. We'll talk about Shafali Shah for like two hours.
0: Uh, Ali Abbatt not only stars in the film, but she also produced it. And this... Uh, had a lot of buzz around it, a lot of people talking about it, and it's good. But again, it's not great. You can go listen to that episode yeah. where we talk about it. it.
1: It kind of falls apart at the end. I didn't.
0: I didn't love it as much as maybe I wanted to. So Ali Abbot plays plays uh, a young woman who's married to Vijay Varma, and he is abusive. And eventually she has just kind of like had enough and she is going to, uh, she ties him up and-
1: She drugs him, ties him up and her and her mom.
0: Exactly. And she's going to get revenge. Shefali Shah plays her mother. Uh, It's a great concept. It's a Thelma Louise concept, you know? It's like, it's- Except it's with your mom. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a feminist film about um, the way that men treat women Women and women kind of taking back their power and flipping, uh, flipping the script on the men. I would like to Um, see more
1: from this director.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. And I like. I'm excited that this is a project that Ali Abbott not only stars in but she produced. I mean, she's had a fantastic year between RRR, Gone, Goodbye, and this, and she's had a baby. Like,
1: yeah, good for her. What
0: an amazing year! (laughs) Oh, and Varmastra that we're gonna get to. So. Um, Actually,
1: that's incredible. Yeah, she probably has the highest box office. Yeah, of the year, maybe Ajay Defkin is close. Yeah.
0: I just think like between Good Luck Jerry and Darlings, I want I want them to have a bit more teeth and a bit more grit. I want a Bud Lapour with a woman at the center of it.
1: But you, you know? do know that the grit and teeth in a movie with a woman as main character is like. Them getting raped and beaten up, like that's that's how this goes. That's what always happens.
0: Well, yeah, but like I want
1: you want more revenge. You want, want revenge to be better.
0: Well, yeah, I want like a sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Yeah, Bollywood. Like I want a Bud Lapour. Yeah, with a woman. Like I know I want, but they they
1: always just screw it up though. That's what happens. Is that yeah. if you want a really gritty movie, like, you end I'm, up getting. I'm
0: not saying it's
1: lovely or something.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying that I want um, like a film that has like a ton of sexual violence in it i'm just saying that i want something that feels a bit more um again like a bit more like it has teeth like Budlapur. well i guess willing to kind of i think have some sharp edges
1: you didn't like that one where the old lady tricked Amitabh botch on a cone of their house badla yeah and had a elaborate revenge tale yeah that's kind of what you're looking for it, yes. was, it just and, wasn't that good. And
0: we're, I'm, But I'm very excited for for Sujoy Ghosh's next film, which, which I think we're, we'll, we'll talk about it later because it's, it's going to be connected to one that we're talking about. Mm.
1: Well, here's one that you've been dreading for literal years, and I've heard about this movie so much. Yeah. And
0: and this one kind of like after... This dropped
1: like a stone.
0: But it had a lot of press like there a lot were, of people seem to like it. Too. There were Western publications Reviewing this film. It was interesting and I think there was a lot of interest in it partly because everyone was talking about RRR
1: I also think this ties into 90s nostalgia and people are probably just remembering Forrest yeah. Gump. Yeah um, but yeah, it's Lal Singh Chhada uh, directed by Advait Shandan and uh, features Amir Khan Prina Kapoor, uh, Naga Chaitanya, and Mona Singh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is, as you expected, a adaptation of... Forrest Gump, Mm -hmm. I believe we've gone into this on this show. You definitely have on Paul's show, but Forrest Gump is your least... Paul's
0: show? My other show?
1: Trash Art of the Movies? Forrest Gump is your least favorite film of all time. Yes. And partially the thing you don't like about it is that it's full of boomer nonsense, and it's revisionist Reaganite history.
0: Yes. So what happens
1: when you And
0: it's sexist. And
1: it's sexist, which this one definitely is. But what happens when you take that story out of boomer times... And has nothing to do with Reagan. Mm-hmm. Does it still work? Kind of, a little bit. Uh, yeah. I thought the historical aspects were interesting. It's just the the bare bones story is still annoying because Jenny slash uh, Rupa's character just exists to have a bunch of bad stuff happen to her and then die. It sucks.
0: Yeah, I mean, I liked, I,
1: I, I kind of liked the other half. Do you want to half. explain
0: the plot? Quickly.
1: Okay, so um,
0: I mean, I'm sure everyone knows it. But.
1: Well, this was my one of my many theses I didn't uh, write, but American right. American Manchild versus the 20th century, <laughs> except in this one it's uh, Indian Manchild versus the 80s to now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Amir Khan plays a uh, Lall Singh the titular character. He's a guy with a mental uh, disability. Yeah. Uh, it's not really clear what it is, but uh, he. It's not clear
0: of, in Forrest Gump either.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a movie disability. He's yeah. like charmingly sort of.
0: He's childlike. Childlike, in, in, yeah.
1: yeah, in a way that is uh, absolutely common in Bollywood. Yeah, tube light, barfi. This happens all the time.
0: Other Amir Khan films. Other,
1: every other Amir Khan film. Uh, So, like, having a character like this uh, is actually quite common. And also having a character who, like, exists over 50 years and has a bunch of stuff happen to him, Uh, Bharat is the one I was thinking of the whole time, which I liked a lot better.
0: Which is also a remake.
1: Yeah, of a Korean movie. Yeah. Uh, But, like, having someone who's kind of, like, the audience stand in for history Fairly common story. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just like that this wasn't about a bunch of boomer stuff because I hate boomers.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so La Shada, uh is sitting on the train, and he starts. He has a box of Golgapas instead of a box of chocolates, and he starts narrating his life story to all the people on the train. Who and are initially smoking. annoyed. And they're initially annoyed, but over the course of the film, they become very invested in his story, and it's full it is quite of a
1: yarn, though. You'll amazing that.
0: twists and turns. And so, as a child, he had to wear. Leg braces, no one wanted to be his friend, his mom really believed in him. Didn't but didn't
1: Forrest have polio, and then this one is just sort of like I don't remember. He he just doesn't know how to use his legs very well.
0: Well, I mean Forrest also has braces. Leg yeah. braces. Anyways, um over he had no he has no friends except for Rupa. They are like Rupa
1: who is getting abused by her father, by yes. the way, and wants well, to hang out with him.
0: That's not entirely clear. Her, her, her mother, mother is getting abused by her father. But it's it's I don't think it's as um, and we'll get to this, but I don't think it's as pointed about yeah. abuse Roop is going through. So It is later, though. Yeah. She's uh, his only friend. Um, and I like how you ended he, up taking
1: over the plot well, yeah, description of a movie he, you hate.
0: He says that they're like Alu and Gobi, um, which hilariously, the subtitles still say peas and carrots. Yeah. But...
1: You don't actually get a lot of peas and carrots in Indian film. <laughs> you get a lot of
0: peas. But not, but like, together. Yeah. Anyways. So, over the course of the film, we kind of see how uh, La Sangshada experiences a variety of important historical events.
1: This does taper off, though.
0: Yes, it does.
1: By the After the war, he's not, like, yeah. running into a lot of historical situations. Yeah. Which anyway. I think they did because... Uh, spoiler alert, as soon as Modi's on stage, a lot of bad stuff starts happening and they don't want to be reminded of this.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it does, like, for me, the film at times was like a checkbox of all of the things that happen in Force Gump. So, for example, there's a scene where they're in Amritsar, I believe? Yes. Uh, and there's someone who comes to stay with them and before- Is that his aunt's house or something? Yeah. Yeah, and before before he turns around, I said to Matt, "Oh, this is exactly like uh, this. This is this is going to be the scene where Forrest teaches Elvis how to dance, and then young shower Khan, young CGI shower Khan who they had left over from lef- fan, yeah, leftover
1: from fan, um, they can pull him out. of around, I think his name was. Yeah, or?
0: turns around, and the young actor playing young Wally Shada teaches shower Khan how to do the lean. The and so I just like I don't know, I got very Cynical throughout the film as we were watching the film because it was such a checkbox to me like and I really hate Forrest (laughs) Gump
1: It is by far your most hated movie apart from like Hannibal holocaust that's yeah. where you would put it on the scale of movies
0: <laughs> but i know all the beats
1: yeah
0: uh and so i just kind of he like, goes
1: to the Cargill war yeah
0: here instead of starting bubba gum shrimp he starts an underwear manufacturing business which i thought was interesting
1: it is very funny that like even though he becomes a millionaire over the course of this business he still goes into work and makes like 20 yeah. best underwear a day yeah. like he never he never stops just doing the one thing that he was told to do yeah which is Why he's such a good soldier?
0: So, I will say, I didn't hate this as much as I hate Forrest Gump, because when I watch Forrest Gump, there are just all these things where he gets dragged through all these important moments in history, and... Yeah, MLK,
1: all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah, and we're told, the, the Vietnam War, and we're told that... All of this doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean anything. anything. Yeah. You you are successful just by happenstance and all of these important moments in the 20th century are stripped of their importance. Um, and baby boomers can feel
1: they can happy. Co- they can coast through life.
0: Yeah, they can coast through life and they can feel happy about the way that they turned their backs on their ideals in the 80s, yeah.
1: um,
0: and the left is really vilified in Forrest Gump. Specifically, the Again, Black
1: Panthers the, and the White Panthers.
0: I think it's a placebo for the Reagan era. I've been told that the book is a lot more satirical.
1: It would have to be
0: than the film is, and that the
1: he goes to space in the book. Yeah,
0: so. and that the book is a bit more aware of this, um, but
1: you'll never even read though, it. It's not yeah. like it's not a book you even see anywhere.
0: Yeah, and even though, like, technically, um, the, you know, on screen, this film is an adaptation of the book, it's an adaptation of the Robert Zemeckis film. Beat by beat. So, I wasn't as frustrated with Lal Singh Shada because if it's doing the same thing with Indian history that it does with American history... I'm just not as familiar to be enraged. <laughs> I think,
1: so, okay, this, this is going to sound... It, it, like did the a, one- it did an okay j- job at, like, the Operation Blue Star stuff when, yeah. like, Sikhs are being attacked. Like, that's the thing about Forrest Gump, is that... Uh, I read this later, but it's yeah. implied that his his grandfather, like, started the KKK. And, um, like, Lossing shot Shada's family, they were soldiers for the British Empire for the most yeah. part. So there's actual stakes for him mm-hmm. when Sikhs start getting attacked, whereas mm-hmm. Forrest Gump is a white guy in the South. Like he's got a he's got a disability, but it's basically fine otherwise. Yeah. Um, so like there, there's some stakes. Those but stakes if- go away uh, after the war. His life is actually pretty straightforward and easy.
0: If this film is doing a disservice to important historical We're moments, not know I, I'm not aware. Like, well, the it, thing there that is,
1: I'm... There's a funny part where his mom keeps calling when he's at school oh, yeah, and funny. saying, like, oh, the that uh, that temple at Iodia is being demolished. Uh, there's a lot of malaria. You should stay in your room yeah. today for a week, actually. And He's like, okay. And... <laughs> on the train, he's like, "There was a lot of malaria when I was at school. I kept getting told to stay home." Yes. So that that was actually a pretty good bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so the thing that I always point to in Forrest Gump as kind of like part of why I hated it in, in a nutshell is that clip where Tom Hanks playing Forrest Gump is like on a talk show with John Lennon, and he says um, one of the lines from Imagine. And John Lennon's like, oh, I'm gonna use that, and so it like puts yeah. the words up. And I'm not like and a an huge, idiot. yeah, I'm not like a huge Beatles or John Lennon fan, but I do think that like John that song Lennon, means
1: things. That to jo- that
0: song has meaning. Yeah. Like that song has a lot of meaning, and they put it, they like they they retroactively associate it with someone who, again, like has. No intelligence throughout the film, yeah, and and just kind of says all these things by happenstance, and that's part of why I find it so enraging because I think it does that with so many important cultural and historical moments. I, yeah, so I, I, if, I don't think I don't
1: think there's as many
0: yeah if moments
1: in this that an Indian person would think like oh, it's kind of being profaned by having this. Yeah, happen. And, and he also is not really driving many of these either. Yeah, he's just kind of around or running by.
0: And there's a lot less of like, I mean, there's some, but there's a lot less like inserting Lal Sang Shada in like old news footage. Yeah. Um, so I just like, I I'm I just want to say I don't have the historical or cultural knowledge to assess Lal Sang Shada um, in the way that I get mad about Forrest Gump. So, the um, thing that but I do want to say batten. one thing that's really interesting. Is this what you're gonna say about Lieutenant Dan? Yeah, the yeah. Lieutenant
1: Dan character makes literally no sense in this context <laughs> uh, because Lieutenant Dan played by Gary Sinise in the original. Mm-hmm. He's an American soldier. gets his legs blown off. yeah, and Forrest saves him. yeah,
0: which, and he's like a more typical kind of Vietnam that yeah. Yeah.
1: he's he's disillusioned like yeah. he he went there and he thought he was helping people and then he realizes the government just Hung them out to dry. Yeah. Like they don't care about their veterans, and yeah. this war was over nothing basically. Yeah. So Manav Vij, who plays the Lieutenant Dan character in this one, yeah, uh, ends up becoming Forrest's business partner. The the original underwear guy dies, so
0: which is also what happens. Interesting twist. Which is also what happens with Bubba and Lieutenant Dan in Forrest. Yeah. yeah,
1: but. Uh, it's this Pakistani commander <laughs> where they're having this battle on a hill. Yeah. Um, lost. And they're Saint- in the cargo war. Yeah, they're in the cargo war. Lost mm-hmm. in Shada keeps going and rescuing guys, same way the mm-hmm. forest did. But he ends up rescuing this Pakistani guy who's the commander. Yeah. And at, at that point, I'm just thinking, like, oh, wait, he lost his legs. Is that going to be Lieutenant Dan? There's no way that a Pakistani, like, major or something is going to not be. Well, he
0: doesn't reveal his identity.
1: But like right. he's not wearing fatigues. Like yeah, He's know. obviously not part of the Indian army. Yeah. So, like, there's no way that that guy would be allowed to, like, live.
0: Well, yeah, right? but he's living, like, again, it, they say, like, oh, who is this guy? Like, he pretends to be Indian and then lives in exile. Until and,
1: well, and, like, he, he says that uh, the Pakistani government was not repatriating uh, yeah. people who got captured and they weren't admitting that anyone died. Yeah. But, like... This guy is definitely Pakistani.
0: But they make it more about the relationship between India and Pakistan than they make it about um...
1: the relationship <laughs> with Americans and their own government.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the complex uh, identity of Vietnam. Votes.
1: But also yeah. it kind of like infantilizes Pakistan a little bit too, because like yeah. this guy stays with La Sin Chada, becomes in charge of his company, makes lots of money, and you know, they eventually become friends. Um, but then, at a certain point, um I forget what he sees. It might be the oh it's the, the taj uh the terrorist takeover at the hotel. Right. He sees that and he says like people in my country are radicalized. I'm going to go and start a school.
0: And he's worried about like kids becoming radicalized. Yeah, yeah,
1: which is definitely a problem, but it's like this guy was a military commander. Like he's not a teacher. And he's going to go save everything. Mhm. Like it's not like, oh, Pakistan might have some legit grievances with India. Actually, if you think about it, uh, it's more like, oh, no, they're just uneducated. And yeah. this guy who has met the world's nicest man can go back and fix it, yeah. which is pretty condescending, I think. Yeah. So it was interesting. And I I also I don't hate horoscope Cup as much as you, but I love it. Um, so I could see why it caught off for some people, though, because the general message is like, Try and be positive. Well,
0: and I can see why it caught on for Amir Khan, especially yeah, when it's, you it's look. Yeah, it's definitely something he would like. Yeah, and I guess he's been wanting to make this for a really long time, and it took a while to secure the rights. Um, thank you, Amir Khan, for securing the rights. Uh, you know, this... and that's how you get the
1: publicity, by the way. If you actually yeah. secure the rights, the West will like report.
0: Yeah, this has been a big passion project for him. Unfortunately, um, it's I it's your least he... favorite
1: movie of all time. Well, I
0: think he overestimated how much people like Forrest Gump. Uh, we, we, I know we're going long on this, but it's one of the bigger films of the year, and we're never going to talk about it ever again. <laughs> um, I thought the the
1: cinematography when he's running around was really nice.
0: We the, need the, to talk it, about it
1: actually looked pretty great through yeah,
0: it. Yeah, there are two things that we need to talk about. First, the special effects.
1: Uh, laughable to okay.
0: Yeah, so Amir Khan is like de-aged throughout the film, uh, and I think Karina Kapoor is a bit as well. It doesn't look good. It's bad.
1: There's a part... It, you can really tell when he's a track star and he's running. Yeah. And his head, like... your head is, like, bobbling on top of some other yeah. guy. And it's really weird looking.
0: And I think, like, it just reeks of ego that, like, he wanted to make this movie, but he had to star in it, right?
1: Yeah, just hire someone to be young. Just you
0: hire someone who's younger. Yeah. Um, Like, hire a different actor. We didn't even You're get You're too into, old to do this character. We
1: didn't even get into Rupa's whole thing. They did localize it, like, she... Or is that who want to... Was it? Well,
0: Rupa's who I want to talk about next. Yeah, because...
1: Jenny, she basically becomes a hippie, then like a Playboy model, then ends up with the Black Panthers.
0: And they they
1: did move it into India in a way that made sense. It's just still the same story.
0: Yeah, so everything horrible that could happen to a woman happens to Jenny. So her father's abusing her. She poses in Playboy and then gets kicked out of college. She then has to perform nude in order to get by. She, um, well, she, she becomes a hippie and her leftist hippie boyfriend is abusing her. Um, and they're hanging out with the Black Panthers. She's not dating a Black Panther. No,
1: I think he's a white Panther though.
0: (laughs) He's definitely a white guy. Well,
1: that's literally a group. They were like a bunch of white guys who hung out with the Black Panthers.
0: Yes. Uh, then she gets addicted to drugs, uh... Finally, she dies of AIDS. Yeah. And there is a sense throughout... Uh, and Robin Wright is... I love Robin Wright. It's um, a thankless role. But it's such a thankless role. And there is such a sense throughout the film that she is consistently being punished because she will not return yeah. force affections. Uh, and it makes me so mad <laughs> that uh, just, like, the way, the way that it, it treats... This character. And what
1: happens to Rupa though?
0: Um a lot of similar things happen to Rupa. It didn't feel as tinged with horrible sexism to me.
1: She doesn't become a drug addict, so she uh, she goes to college as well.
0: Yeah. Somehow,
1: Laxman Chada gets a BA uh, over the <laughs> course of this story. I think it's because he's on the track team. But yeah,
0: I mean, she Thomas goes to school too.
1: She goes on to uh, be a uh, and there's a runway lot of convenient
0: model. things that like keep the two of them together. Yeah,
1: anyway. she's a runway model and then tries to become a Bollywood star but Polly in the 90s very mobbed yeah. up so she becomes like a gangster's mole yeah. and is in, implicated in some uh, murders that this guy does tries to kill herself in Dubai yeah. and eventually comes back to Forest, and then dies of movie mystery disease.
0: movie disease yeah. so like there's a lot less uh, it, it just fe- The whole thing Feels a lot less Punishing Like but as would, a you child You would never
1: Have a drug addict uh, Main character Who isn't uh, Kalki Koklan
0: Yeah think. But as a child Like it would Almost
1: never happen In a Hindi film so The And dying of AIDS Would never happen either
0: Yeah Well and it wouldn't Be topical in the same way Yes Um, We were wondering,
1: it's like, does she catch COVID or something? Like it's, (laughs) it's kind of up to the modern day.
0: Um, as a child, it's not implied that her dad is abusing her. Her dad is abusing her mom. Mm -hmm. Um, and then (laughs) she happens to be the housekeeper's daughter. So she goes to live.
1: Extremely convenient.
0: (laughs) With, with, uh, La Chada. And then they like go off to college together. And yes, she doesn't understand. She also gets kicked out
1: for posing in photos.
0: Well, yeah, she yeah, she gets arrested, but like yeah. she doesn't understand um that law is like interested in her. she's instead, not as much
1: no it's it's not depicted in
0: yeah, instead, life. it seems like far more like a brother sister relationship and he, oh that's
1: what she thinks,
0: yes, exactly, um, and then, yeah, she tries to be a model, she is arrested for not posing nude but posing suggestively, yeah. Uh, Which
1: just seemed like something that would have easily
0: happened. Yeah, and it just seemed... And, look, like, her mom-boyfriend is seen, like, hitting her. Like, again, it's a very similar scene that we have in Forrest Gump. And Lal sang Chata reacts, but it, you don't I like feel... that. I like when he
1: beat that guy up.
0: I think very satisfying. And I think sometimes, like, you see some bruises and stuff, but it doesn't feel like she's being put through the ringer in the same way. I don't know. And I do think that Karina Kapoor's performance is one of the best things about this movie. She's really good.
1: The... the... Like, the thesis of Forrest Gump is, like, to survive the 20th century, you have to be just, like, mm-hmm. you have to have a mental disability. Like, that's the only way you make it out of this thing alive. It, otherwise, it just eats you up if you have you of any sort of ideology. Yeah. And if you're a woman, twice as hard, because everything bad's going to yeah. happen to you. And, um, like, the deck is stacked against you. Yeah. So it's almost like she's being punished for Forrest being so good. It's like a yin yang type
0: thing.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That that happens less in this one, but it's it's like you could your two options are woman and just be abused your whole life, or be a man with sort of a childlike view of the world.
0: Yeah. So I didn't like this movie, and there was no way I was going to like it. I think I liked it better than Forrest Gump. Yeah, because the plot is still that of Forrest Gump, but I did like it better than Forrest Gump. Uh, I just wish it was a different story.
1: And yeah, like Barat or, um, I didn't see Tube Light, but...
0: You don't want to see Tube Light.
1: But this, this sort of guy experiencing events, there's another one I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But like, it's been done before and maybe Salman Khan's better for it.
0: Yeah, I, I like Amir Khan, but I'm not crazy about this performance mode he keeps repeating. When he,
1: when he goes full Amir, you don't want to do that. Yeah, okay. now we're, more, gonna, now we're going to talk about Brahmastra for five
0: minutes. One more film before break.
1: We went half an hour on Lost Shata, and then Bramastra, the biggest movie of the year. Hopefully, that's what they wanted. Yeah. Uh, I don't have much to say.
0: Brahmastra part one, Shiva, uh, directed by Ion Mukherjee. This has been, like Lost Shata. we were hearing about this for years, waiting for this to come out. Years. This is Ayan Mukherjee's follow up to Yejivani Hai Devani, which came out in 2013. It has taken
1: nine years a
0: long time for this movie uh, to make it to screen. It stars Rambir Kapoor, Ali Abbott, and Amitabh Bachchan. Uh, also, Dim- Dimple Kapadia is in kind of a, a small, almost cameo. Rukh Khan is also an important character. He's like
1: the Monkey King,
0: as is Nagarajuna Akineni. Uh, so, <laughs> we saw this in theaters, in 3D. We were really excited about it. Uh, I wouldn't say we've been, like, super impressed with Bollywood superheroes, superhero films up to this point, but, like, we haven't hated them either.
1: I mean, I never saw a flying jet.
0: I kind of have a fondness for a flying jet.
1: Chris, we basically like. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, You never I don't, saw
0: I don't... Mr. X, which is horrible.
1: Yeah. I, I remember... I like the first Krish movie. The second one just called Krish was okay. And then Krish 3, pretty good. Yeah. And well, Quim- Raw Mal- 1, Raw 1 we like.
0: Qu- yeah. Raw 1's really good. Coimel Quim- Guy is not really a superhero movie, but this is really like an attempt to Do a Marvel universe. Yeah. To start to create kind of like a mythos and a superhero universe. And It's of, kind of
1: like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> okay. Because they have these things called Ostras that yeah. give them like a sort of spirit form that mm-hmm. does stuff for them. Yeah. And that's what JoJo's is all about. (laughs) So once I realized, like, oh, it's Indian JoJo's, I was kind of interested. Yeah. But it was way too long. And also, it falls into the trap that these things always do, where the main guy is just so powerful and good... Right. ...that he could just, like, stand around and, like, withstand everything that happens to him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He literally stands there just, like, eating rays. Yeah. And then lives.
0: Yeah. But I still like I did there's a lot there's a lot of in this that worked for me so I really do feel like Iron Mukherjee has kind of thought through wanting to build this superhero world yeah. I really appreciate that the ideas and the mythology feel rooted in um, Indian. Hindu, yeah,
1: Hindu mythology. Yeah, and
0: yeah. Hindu mythology and ideas. The opening kind of, um, where it's setting up the scene and telling you like the history of things, I loved. It has an art style that kind of reminds me of some of the like Hindu comics that you have. Yeah. Because um, you have some of the, some comics um, that are like retellings of the Mahabharata. Yeah, Ashley got it. Yeah, and it looks like a similar art style. I but really But like Rob Liefeld did it. What?
1: It's like comic-sized. Yeah. Like Western comic-sized. Yeah. Maybe not Rob Liefeld. He's not a very good example, but like...
0: I don't remember them having horrible feet and hands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's just... And then like, so it has... And
1: going straight to Shara Khan is genius.
0: Yeah, and it has kind of
1: like... He's so good in this.
0: And it has kind of like a dated feel to it that yeah. then starts to get more modern and then we go to Shah Rukh Khan and he's being attacked by um, Mooney Roy who plays the main villain throughout um, and that whole scene is just That's like cool. it's fun on a bun it's yeah. really he's the professor it's really well done he
1: has monkey king powers and
0: then we have to go to kind of this origin story with Rambir Kapoor of like realizing that yeah. he's like part of this we legacy spend an hour on that spend an hour on that but that all, that was kind of fun because it's like a big kind of like Adventure section with him and Aliabot. and Yeah, then, there's a world
1: trotting conspiracy basically. Yeah,
0: and then when they. Trying to get
1: items. Anytime someone's trying to find some items, I'm into that.
0: And when they meet Nagarjuna Akineni, like that whole. That's all like really, really fun. It slows down when they get to Amitabh Bachchan and then it kind of becomes this training film for a while. There's and the then, X-Men. like, really has to ramp up at the end. And I kind of wish that maybe this had just been kind of separated out into more than one film. I feel like it's trying well, to do it is. too much. It well, yeah, it it's is. It's in
1: three movies, but each one is going to be three hours long.
0: But I just feel like they maybe needed to breathe a bit more and, like, put the set pieces together. And then the climax just feels, like, too climactic for the first film.
1: Yeah. It um, feels like they dealt with everything, basically.
0: Yeah. But I did, like, I had a lot of fun with this movie, and I do think that, like... One thing that Bollywood does well is that it remembers that, like, superheroes are for kids. I liked like, all the neon
1: colors, and yeah. this movie, I especially liked the background score. There was a lot of synths, and yeah. it made sense with all the neon and, 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 and Sherlock's house. The
0: big dance sequence early on in the film um, that was good. with Rambir Kapoor, he's a DJ.
1: Yeah, DJ Shiva. Uh, you may remember this from that list of, can I take any <laughs> uh, uh, Rambir Kapoor character? And this is before I learned that he had all these magic powers, so, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, uh yeah, that's that that's ad circuits I watched so many times. So I do like I am on the Bramastra train. <laughs> I'm excited for the next film, I'm excited to see Ryan Mukherjee takes this even if like this didn't completely work for me let me tell you most of the marvel movies don't completely work for me either and i hate the third act so like yeah this has the same problem that those movies have so
1: and they make lots of money and very successful they make a lot of people yeah. a lot of money
0: um so ultimately this was the highest grossing um bollywood film of 2022 that makes sense yeah
1: um yeah it was pretty good um i think my policy of not really looking into things that much is helpful yeah because This story is very uh, straightforward, let's say. There's not a ton of nuance. And if I knew any of the beats going in, I would probably be a little bit bored because it's not that complicated or particularly interesting. But yeah, visual effects look great. Uh, Alibaba doesn't get a ton, of, uh, ton to do hopefully She, she gets... gets to
0: scream a lot There's like a lot of um, like loops online Of her like. Shiva, screaming, no. yeah, her screaming Shiva a lot
1: Hopefully she gets an Astra in the next one and she can shoot people Or something, that'd be cool Also
0: this is like the origin of their left story IRL
1: Yeah, that's nice Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But yeah, hopefully she gets more to do Rather than just being the thing That anchors Shiva to the world And also he himself is a living Astra, yeah. as I recall the Astra Fire.
0: It's a fun adventure film. I just wish the final battle um, was less. It goes on too long. And, yeah. But I, I do like the X-Men aspects of it because I love X-Men, so it's
1: good. And Amitabha-chan would be a great Professor X. He's pretty good in this.
0: And I hope they bring back... Dimple- he,
1: has a, he has a lightsaber.
0: Yeah. I hope they bring back Dimple Kapadia and we learn more about her because... Yeah. We, we got a lot of dudes in this movie. Let's, yeah. let's get Dimple Kapadia. Okay. It's interval time. What are we listening to, Matt?
1: Okay. So we are listening to uh, a song from, I think, my second favorite Bollywood film of the year, Your First.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but it's originally from a different movie. Yeah. But that's Piatu Abtualja. Yes. From
0: the from film Monica, Oh My Darling. Monica. This is not an original song to Monica, Oh My Darling. But, but it's used I really think well. it's like the song of 2022 for me. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree. two the 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 calling out new and emerging content creators in BC and Alberta. In case you haven't heard of StoryHive, they've been supporting storytellers in Western Canada since 2013. This year, they're celebrating their 10th anniversary with their biggest edition yet. The StoryHive Anniversary Documentary Edition is funding 80 short documentaries on any local story you're passionate about. You can get $20,000 in production funding, training, mentorship, and distribution on TELUS Optic TV and Stream Plus. If you live in B.C. or Alberta and you have an idea for a short documentary, now is the time to send in your pitch. Send in your application by February 28th at storyhive.com apply. Your story, your narrative. It's a conspiracy! All right. It's a Conspiracy is the podcast where we lay out the beliefs behind selected conspiracy theories, alternative accounts, legends, myths, and more. We do our best to present these without coloring them with our opinion until the end, where we let our feelings fly. We also do beer reviews, chat about geek culture, and whatever else strikes our fancy. Good times. And we're a part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. So that was "Pia Tu Abto Aja," from Caravan, <laughs> and then also Monica, Oh My Darling. Yes. But we'll get out to that in a minute.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we can move on to kind of some smaller films now. Um, those were two big films back to back. And we do have like one more pretty big film coming, but got some smaller ones to get to first.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so first up, we have Chup, Revenge of the Artist. Do you want to tell us about Chup, match? Matt?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah. I kind of like this movie. I, I think, like, if anything, it's, like, not well made. <laughs> but I think that the story is interesting, and I hope there are more stories like it.
0: Yeah, so it's Does direct- that make sense? Like, sure. Like, I thought
1: it kind of looked like TV. Yeah. And... A lot of the acting was not amazing.
0: <laughs> it's directed by R. Balki, uh, who I don't know if I really have a handle on him. He previously directed Shamitab, Kian Ka, and Padman. All of those movies are. Padman's OK. They're all, like, none of them, I think, are successful. But I think they're all kind of interesting. He also directed Pa, which I we've never seen. But that's
1: the progeria one really, with Ramitab Yeah, we really yeah. need to
0: see it at some point. Um, None of those movies suggested it's to like me. It's like a
1: reverse Jack.
0: <laughs> yes. None of those movies suggested to me. No, Jack has progeria.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's Jack. It's like Jack.
1: <laughs> it's not reverse Jack. It's just Jack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We sometimes like to say that uh, our friend is our child, and he just has the Jack disease. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is this is an attempt to try and get deals for families. Uh, anyways, none we're, of those We're, we're
1: horrible people
0: <laughs> We've never actually done it It's an inside joke Yeah Um. <laughs> you know, Jack is probably the very first Francis Ford Coppola film I ever saw I think we, like, I probably
1: when, saw Dracula
0: We went to go see it when you're my birthday in theaters
1: That's sad What did you do wrong that year?
0: <laughs> I think I really liked The Nanny And so Fran Drescher's in Jack Anyways, um. so none of What a
1: disappointing birthday you must have had <laughs>
0: So none of uh, our Balke's previous films really suggested to me that he like had this kind of like pretty violent revenge film chop revenge of the artist. Which is
1: like absolute hatred of film critics. (laughs) That's the other thing. Like this movie, it feels like a passion project and it's the passion for hating critics. And I did give this movie three and a half stars on Letterbox just because <laughs> I thought it would make the main character mad. Okay. Because uh, he says that, you know, three and a half is the worst rating to get. Yeah. You know, go four or five if you actually like something and go lower if you don't. But that, that's just the coward's choice. So yeah. I, I did that just to be annoying. But uh, yeah, so this, this features uh, Sunny Deal, uh, Delker Saman, Shreya Danwatri. And Saranya Pon Pund- Ponnavan, mm-hmm. as well as Poojabat. I like Poojabat's yeah. character.
0: And Amitabh Bachchan,
1: Amitabh Bachchan as is himself. Is
0: himself.
1: <laughs> uh, and this is about a—I I don't even know if we need to go to the spoiler zone. It's pretty obvious from the trailer, yeah. but it's—it's Dilpreet Saman is a florist uh, <laughs> named Danny. It, well, it, it's well, in quotes here on the uh, yeah, his, on Wikipedia, and uh, he. Seems like a nice enough guy. He meets uh, Shreya uh, Dan Watari, uh who is an entertainment reporter who yeah. is really looking to make it big as a, uh, a film critic.
0: Yeah, she's film obsessed. I think, yeah. you know, we can relate to her. She loves the movies and doesn't think that, like, people know or respect the history of movies enough.
1: And Danny also feels this way, but he's really good at hiding it. Yeah. Because you see... He
0: doesn't want her to know that he loves movies, too.
1: Yeah. He is a serial killer yeah. who exclusively hunts film critics who give kind of disingenuous ratings. It's not yeah. the bad ratings. It's not overly good <laughs> well, ratings. Well, first- it's, it's whether... Like, he goes to see the movie, and then he decides, like... Oh, this critic was, like, phoning it in, or this critic didn't pay attention. Yeah. I'll murder them.
0: At first, it seems like he's murdering critics who give low scores, like, yeah. low, like bad reviews, and then it's revealed that he's murdering critics who give disingenuous yeah. reviews. Which is... Such a
1: weird sticking point, but like it makes sense for the character.
0: Yeah, and he worships Guru Dutt. He kind of has like, and he he talks to himself. So he talks to himself and he thinks that um, Neela. I think he's talking
1: to Guru Dutt in his head.
0: Yeah, he thinks that Neela's like him and talking to himself, but really like she has, (laughs) like, hair is covering her
1: her earbud. Um, Sunny Deal is also in this. He's the guy. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, he's investigating the murders.
0: Yeah. Um, And so. Dokar Salman like worships Guru Dutt and like has like this little altar and every time he kills someone he like puts uh like the, like a flower, a flower yeah. that is like the number of stars for yeah. the murder. And the other hilarious thing is that Dolkar Salman is murdering these critics. Um, based on the reviews so he like
1: he has to go watch the movie
0: he has to watch the movie and then he reads the reviews and the way that they like describe how they hate the movie or like yeah. the movie is how he murders them
1: yeah it's just like
0: this th- is a train wreck so yeah. then he like
1: this movie, movie really had its heart on his sleeve, but its other organs were elsewhere. It's just like, okay, I'm going to kill this guy and throw his organs all around <laughs> oh my it.
0: god!
1: It's um, actually, like, surprisingly violent for oh, what it is. Oh, it's really
0: violent, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, pretty, it's pretty gory, like... It's not quite like Korean thriller yeah. gory, but it's getting there. compared
1: to most <laughs> Hindi movies. This is very gory.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
1: so I, uh, <laughs> while, while I said that this, I, I don't think that this movie is well made. I I think about it all the time because like I think it's a great idea, and there's actually like passion behind this movie.
0: Yeah, so, and Dulquer
1: Simon's pretty
0: good. And I do, I do think that like Belki has like some respect for critics. I think. Just doesn't respect sunshine.
1: Yeah, um, and it's, it's also very funny. Like, like this is a serial killer who is not going to menace ninety nine point nine percent of the population. Most people yeah. are totally fine from Danny.
0: Yeah, and part of the reason why Danny worships um, Guru Dad is because, like, I'm, I'm not going to completely. He's like spoil a tortured genius. Yeah, possibly. he's like a tortured genius, but like famously. Guru Dutt uh, made paper flowers. Kagaz Kefoo. Yes, and it was like a masterpiece. It was his follow-up uh, to Piazza. Critics didn't get it. They kind of tore it to pieces. And Guru Dutt never made another movie, and he died shortly after. So yeah,
1: in sort of like circumstances where like did he jump off that thing? Yeah, like, and it's, so it's, it it's unclear like, if he had a broken heart.
0: Don't understand the, like the passion that filmmakers are putting into their movies and don't. Uh, respect kind of the way that they can hurt, not hurt the feelings, the way they can tear apart the personal artwork of filmmakers. It's that
1: classic sort of (laughs) argument you see on Twitter, like no one who hasn't made a movie before can criticize it. Yeah. It's just like, well, I haven't, uh, you know, built a building, but if the stairs are put in wrong, I can tell that. Like, it's a very elitist way of saying that your average person can't... uh, identify problems or like understand what an artist thinks because artists are magical creatures i work with artists every day (laughs) they are not magical creatures they they are flawed humans just like you and me
0: i think by like making danny the villain like the serial killer like I, i i don't think that like the film is entirely like does it doesn't entirely agree with him or buy into things yeah um and so i did kind of think like This film is kind of masquerading as a smarter film than it really is. Probably is. Um, But I think if you like get on its wavelength of kind of stupidity, uh, it is a really fun time. And I think I did kind of enjoy um, seeing film critics murdered or just kind of all of the all of the kind of machinations of like. Yeah, someone murdering film critics for the reviews. I don't know. It, it is such a good concept. It's like a it's like a
1: Batman villain or yeah, something. Like, this is some weird guy who you'd have to take care of in Detective Comics well, and, 630. Yeah,
0: today. and Dolph Salmon is kind of playing it. Not like he's, like, the Joker, but kind of like, I don't know, like, the Riddler in the Batman. Yeah. Like, the new one. I It, it helped to have
1: just watched Guru Dutt film, like, yeah. pretty recently, too. Yeah. Um, but, like... Uh, The the movie that this reminds me of is something like Uh, The King of Comedy, mm. like a psycho with a very specific problem that he's mad about. And like, I don't think it was particularly well made. It was shot to look like TV.
0: I think Delco Salmon's giving a good performance. He's good.
1: And Abby Dale is, no, Sunny Dale is just like hamming it up. Everyone else is hamming it up. I I really liked, uh, what's her name? Pooja Bot as Dr. Zenobia Shroff a criminal psychologist from the (laughs) the the serial killer psycho club or whatever it was I
0: think when she is introduced is when I really started to like get on the movie's wave like where I was like oh it's just gonna be stupid okay yeah we're we're
1: bringing in like this yeah like an over the top psychologist that would be in an episode of CSI like it's it's funny like I have thought about this movie a lot
0: I don't know if it needs to be as kind of like violent as it is, especially the first murder. It's it's funny that, um, like,
1: I think that this would probably have a bigger audience if it wasn't so violent, but also I kind of respect it.
0: Yeah, I do. I do kind of respect where it goes. Uh, yeah, so this is, like, I wish Echoville and Returns had more yes. of this energy. Like... It, it kind of is masquerading as a smarter film than it is but it really eventually leans into its stupidity and also like fantastic poster. Um the one they're showing on Wikipedia. Yeah,
1: that's not the good one. It's not the good but one. It's a picture but of Guru Dutt and like there's a like
0: an eye an
1: eye with cinema portraying yeah. out of it and uh, he's kind of so Yeah. Like um yeah, if you haven't seen this it's <laughs> worth checking out just keep in mind it is quite violent so yeah. if that's a turn off for you don't but it it's better than it has any right to be, I think.
0: Yeah. And, and if I you just, like
1: Delker Saman, this is a a, a fun new angle for him.
0: <laughs> I do like Delko Saman. Yeah, I've liked um, him in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. He's yeah. more of the,
1: a South guy, though, so I haven't yeah. really seen his big stuff. But it seems like he picks interesting roles for his Hindi films, because he was in Atrangi Ray, too, wasn't he?
0: No, that I believe that was Denoche um, Delker Saman oh. was in Karwan. Um,
1: okay, I never saw that one. Which, is there any other Hindi ones he did?
0: I'm only aware of Carwan and and Chop.
1: The Zoya Factor.
0: Oh, right. Right. He's good in that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, But he does a ton of uh, Tamil movies. Yeah. Malayalam movies. So I I, I would happily go back and watch some of those. He's a very charming guy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry I mixed him up with uh, uh, the other guy. The other D guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, like, again, I'm not going to say it's a good movie, but it's definitely, like, a better movie and a smarter movie than Koi Janai-na, yeah. um, and then Egg Villain Returns, but I just, like, I did, in the end, really like it.
1: If you <laughs> added my reviews of Koi Janai-na and Egg Villain Returns together, you would have three and a half stars, which is what Chup is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and speaking of another movie that is kind of a bit better than I thought it was going to be Mm -hmm. it's Dr. G Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I was really excited about this
1: I'm just not paying attention to trailers or anything at all anymore
0: you know why I was excited about this, because it's the final yeah. film in the year of yeah. Shafali Shah. I wasn't paying attention to the trailer either. Yeah. I just, I'm here to embrace the year of Shafali Shah.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> Shafali Shah is in this, as well as Aishman Karana and Rakul Preet Singh. I really liked her a lot.
0: Yeah, and this is very much in the vein of Aishman Karana, like, I, solves
1: a social issue. Yeah,
0: like bringing light to a social issue, finding himself at the center of things that. People don't understand. This is one of it's, the better
1: ones of those.
0: Yeah, it's directed by Anubuti Kashyap, who is Anurai Kashyap's sister and Abhinav Kashyap. Uh, her, her what, a, what
1: if what a good family?
0: Yeah, her style kind of seems like in between the two of those. Yeah, because um, those two. She dir- learned from her brother. Yeah, those two directors kind of seem like they're polar opposites, and um, and this kind of feels like a good midpoint between the two.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, plot of this one. uh, Ayushman Karana is a guy in med school who really wants to get into, uh, what is it, bone resetting? Uh, I forget the name of the practice he wants Mm. to see. Orthopedics. orthopedics. He wants to be an orthopedic surgeon.
0: Yeah.
1: uh, Because when he was younger, he broke his hand or something, and an orthopedic surgeon fixed it. He was really impressed by this. So, he goes Mm. to med school, but he can't get into orthopedics, even though he's- He also,
0: like, like, just wants- like the prestige that comes with being a doctor like yeah. we're not necessarily led to believe this that is like, not a
1: true calling or something
0: yeah that like he has this passion for helping people or, or anything
1: no he definitely yeah. has no bedside
0: manner yeah
1: uh he wants to have a prestigious job in orthopedics he has yeah. a little bit of a connection to he tries to convince a girl in his class to switch with him because the only thing he can get into is uh, is gynecology yes and he's so like, he well, women train. should take gynecology because yes. it's for women. Yes. And I should take orthopedics because I'm a man, even though... <laughs> There would be equal amounts of women needing orthopedic surgery, too. Like yes. that. That's not a very... Like, if there was dick surgery, that would make more <laughs> sense. He should be a dick surgeon. <laughs> but anyway, I guess there is. I, I don't know if there's a specific uh, branch of doctors for yeah. that. But uh, he becomes a uh, gynecology student, and he gets uh, mercilessly ragged by yeah. all the women in the school. Yeah. Uh, Shafali Shah is the head of this uh, department. And uh, And she's
0: not interested in having someone there who's just taking up space.
1: Yeah, he wants to spend a year there and then take the exam again and get into orthopedics.
0: Yeah, Shefali Shah is a hard ass in this movie. I love her.
1: She's also... Love her. Yeah, she doesn't have any time for time wasters like him because it is a very difficult job. And you're literally like bringing life into the world most of the time or dealing with, especially in India, a lot of women are not going to be educated on what their problems are. And their husbands are going to be controlling. So there's a lot of, like, politics in gy- gynecology that uh, you may not see here in the West.
0: Well, I think you actually do see some of those politics here in the West.
1: Not as much, though. Well... Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not a gynecologist. I don't know. But, like... Yeah. But it, I think it, even... it, makes it, it makes it seem like husbands are definitely going to, uh, like, want to be in the examination room.
0: Yeah, but, like, even that scene where um, where, like... The husband doesn't understand that they're not getting pregnant because he doesn't know how to have sex. Like, I do think that does happen here.
1: That was a funny scene because I don't think I've ever seen anal sex referred to (laughs) in a Hindi film. Yeah. Like, pretty blatantly. Yeah. That has never happened.
0: Yeah. And so, and so... uh, That's why they
1: can't get pregnant, by the way, (laughs) because he's going in the wrong hole.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so Rekulpreet Singh plays another uh, student who um, he becomes friends with and maybe romantic yeah. partners. He's what? there for
1: about a year. He is a litigation nightmare. Yeah. Don't hire Dr. G.
0: He <laughs> has, yeah, exactly. As Matt said, no bedside manner. Um the first half of this movie has like so many things that you kind of groan at and yeah, roll it's your
1: it's
0: Um and and as the film goes on, you become very aware that the film Then
1: it becomes more of an N. Arkeshe movie.
0: Yeah. No, but as it goes on, it becomes very aware that the film knows all these <laughs> yes, things yes. are problematic. It mm-hmm. knows all these things are grown grown worthy. Like for example You can't
1: actually be Moonabai in BBS. Yeah. Right? You have to there's various ethical codes that you have to live up to as a doctor. Yeah. Like,
0: for example, uh, Ayush Mankarana has a friend who is older who's dating like a high school student.
1: 16, even 15 and at years. At first,
0: that's kind of passed off as like whatever. But that be eventually in the second half of the film becomes very important. It becomes it's very like important. It's like the climax of the movie. Yeah. And it becomes very important that that's wrong. Or like you think that like. They're setting up Rakul Preet Singh and him because Rakul Preet Singh has a boyfriend; she's engaged to someone else. You think that they're setting up them to like she's going to leave her boyfriend. And he's a
1: heart surgeon.
0: Oh, I don't I remember. I think
1: he's but, he has a much more high status job yeah. than Dr. G.
0: But they're setting it up like she's going to leave, you know, the yeah. her her fiance to be with Mayushman Karana because he's the hero of the film, and that's not where this goes. No, he sucks. No one
1: should. Be, <laughs> he does not make a good case for himself.
0: Yeah, I hate to say this because I do think that like men can make great movies about women and women's issues, and I think women can make movies about men and men's issues, but you can really feel in this movie that it's directed by a woman.
1: This has the woman's touch?
0: Uh, It really does, especially in the way that there's a frankness to this film uh, that I don't think you see in... like. I, not even just Bollywood movies but movies he gets pooped about on. he
1: gets pooped on like his first day
0: yeah about women's bodies especially yeah. the reproductive system of women's bodies I think and this is
1: all done without any
0: yeah there's like still nudity. some some silly stuff like um, a woman a, a woman not being able to get to um, a bed to have the baby and having to deliver the baby in a hallway that feels a little like, oh my god, my motor broke and I'm gonna have the baby in a. But cat. then she finally
1: shots just like you're fu- you're an embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. But like, had you done that situation differently, she wouldn't have to give birth in a hallway. I'm so well, angry at you, Doctor G.
0: I just want to say that like I don't think that necessarily like the child. I don't want to say that like the childbirth scenes here are accurate, but there's a frankness about talking yes. about. Women's reproductive system, our childbirthing system, in a way that just I'm like, wow,
1: <laughs> yeah you know,
0: like that in, doesn't come
1: up in Western movies. In
0: a in a movie last year, we saw Yushman Karano watch a diagram about how you turn a dick into a vagina, into a labia. Yeah, and here we have again a film that's like pretty, like it's not afraid. It's not afraid of women's bodies. Sometimes when you have a baby, you
1: poop. We learn this. It's
0: kind of the whole thing about the movie. Yeah. It doesn't completely work for me, but I think this is a really strong start to Cash App's Career, I do think it's hilarious that uh, her brother Anurag Kashyap, when he logged it on Letterbox, I think said that he caught up with it on Netflix and people have called yeah, him were out for not like, watching it in theaters. No,
1: but he was just <laughs> joking though. That was the that was the joke.
0: I know. Well, and it draws attention that it's yeah. on Netflix. I think he said he was like out of the country when it came something out. something like that. Okay,
1: you could tell he was kidding.
0: Yeah, but he, you can also tell he's like proud of his sister, which is nice. Um yeah.
1: Karana has learned a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, every movie, he learns something. He must be just, like, the most erudite man <laughs> who has perfect opinions.
0: Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see um, what Anubuti Kashyap directs next. Um, and Shefalia Shah, it, re- it really is her year. She's really good in this. She's
1: basically uh, House's boss on House.
0: Oh, okay. Who's just, I never watched House. Has- I just know it's always Lupus.
1: <laughs> no it's not lupus that's the thing it's almost oh, never lupus it's, never it's lupus. just that lupus has very bizarre symptoms that could okay. show up like that look like other things but house, no house's here. boss is always kind of uh like riding him for his uh bad bedside manner and mm-hmm. his unorthodox stuff and shefali shah does not give dr g the time of day yeah uh, and she knows that he's a gigantic liability waiting to happen
0: yeah uh i will say like i'm sure um people who are more familiar with um medicine um with childbirth like midwives doulas actual gynecologists yeah, you should tell um, Gwen
1: about this movie
0: I'm well I'm sure that they would like find flaws in the the way being a gynecologist is presented but again I do still think like that there is there's just kind of a more openness and frankness about things in this film that I've. There's really... not a lot of movies
1: with gynecologists, so
0: yeah, it's I... not like they're
1: tripping over lots of interpretations. Well,
0: like I mean, this. there's Doctor T and the Women and Dead Ringers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> those are the only ones, and they do not have a lot in common.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just like, and and it's still like in many ways, um, like has a Bollywood feel to it. Like this doesn't feel like an art house movie, no. even though you know, it has a message. I think it works. I think it's worth checking out.
1: Okay, the next movie has a very funny story attached to it, which we'll say. Sure. Uh, so that's Phone Boot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was uh, very, I was very excited for Phone Boot. Directed by Gurmeet Singh. Yeah. Uh, stars Katrina Kaif, Ishan Katar, and Sitant Chaturvedi.
0: Mm-hmm. We went to go see this in theaters. I was like really pumped for Phone Boot. And then you
1: got up and left during the most important and best scene of 2022.
0: I had to go to the washroom. Yeah,
1: we didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> But uh, I'll explain in a second what happens. Uh, It was released theatrically on November 4th to mixed response from the critics. I don't believe it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't know if I like this better than Boot Police,
0: Mm. but I'll
1: say that both of them are very enjoyable ghost movies.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Oh, and Jackie Shroff is the bad guy in this. I didn't say.
0: Yeah, and we didn't get the chance to see Bedia, but like... Bollywood continues to know how to make a good horror comedy,
1: and this one I especially like because it's really in conversation with the Ramsey Brothers.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if... one of the best things about this film is that it rewarded uh, all of the like bad horror, like the bad Bollywood horror movies from the eighties and nineties that we've watched. Yeah,
1: it's the same sort of thing as like. Shaun of the Dead, and you understand zombie movie conventions, or yeah. Scream, Do you understand Green, yeah. uh, slasher movies. Like, yeah. it's not slavishly tied to them, and it's also just about people who appreciate schlocky horror for what it is. Yeah. Uh, so Isha Katar and Sedan Chetravetti are two loser nerds <laughs> who uh, have tried a variety of schemes to make money, mm-hmm. and the latest one is they're trying to hold, like, a party Mm -hmm. Uh, and
0: they're they're into horror they have like this apartment that's all decked out in like Piranha Mandir posters yeah
1: they have a big (laughs) figure of a monster from a movie it's not Samri it's I don't think he's an actual movie monster but he's a uh, it's Raka yeah that's Mm -hmm. their that's their kind of their god guy that they keep around uh, but they're having a party that they want people to come to. And it seems like a lot of people come to it after they electrocute themselves. But it turns out it was just a ghost party.
0: Yeah. They can see ghosts. Yeah. They get electrocuted
1: and they can see ghosts. Uh, and Katrina Keph is a ghost. Yeah. And she comes to them with the premise of one of my favorite movies ever. The Frighteners. The frighteners yeah. Which is...
0: This is Bali with the Frighteners. Yeah. yeah
1: like, uh, as a ghost, I can... Well, she's a bit f- more better than the Frighteners ones. But right. it's, it's like yeah. a ghost they're works not- with a ghost works with humans. In, in this case they're not scamming them. Michael yeah. J. Fox is scanning. They're not scamming the them, yeah. But a ghost working with humans to try and like help ghosts onto their great reward or whatever.
0: Yeah. 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 So she kinda goes with them and then finds out kind of what the unfinished business is of the ghost and then um they write wrongs. It's so nice. Yeah. Also Jackie
1: Schroff is a cult leader who is <laughs> imprisoning ghosts in like ghost bottles, I guess. And he has these two sidekicks. He also has a witch. Yeah. Uh, Who played the witch?
0: It's Shiba Chada, who was was also in Dr. G. She's a- She's good. And and Bad Doe. she's been having a, I know I said it's the year of Shefali Shah, but she's also been having a really good year.
1: Yeah, she's a witch. and there's a, there's a Punjabi ghost with hair that can attack them. There's like a lot of fun monsters in this. But you got up during the best part of the movie. So there's an extended uh, sequence to uh, a song from Kaladi and Ka Kaladi, which uh, that is in the night, no control. Yeah. Uh,
0: a banger. Amazing song. An absolute banger.
1: And uh, she reenacts it with Ishan Katar, a lot of it. <laughs> Super good. Uh, And I
0: went to the washroom. Yeah,
1: and we had to wait for like three months for this movie to come (laughs) on uh, Amazon Prime so you could watch the scene.
0: But I mean, I will say even though I missed that scene because I went to the washroom, I still really had a lot of fun with this movie. They're throwing a lot of jokes at the screen. They don't all land.
1: They do the uh, thing where they explain the joke afterwards like you didn't get it. That
0: that's that, annoying. That's that annoyed me because again, like so you see like a sequence where um Satan is like in the shower and blood starts coming down and it's exactly like the scene from Pranamandir, and then like he wakes up. He's like,
1: Wow, that was exactly like the yeah. scene from Pranamandir. And, and it's, it's that, the family guyization of Yeah, James.
0: it's the yeah. thing that they say second, or you see like there's a security guard who doesn't have a head and he has to think this is head of security and that's really funny, but then they draw attention to it and-
1: Yeah, check out the head of security. Like, yeah, I did. I liked it the first time. You don't need to lampshade every joke.
0: So that kind of, that annoyed me. It's it's, it's not
1: having confidence in your joke writing or the audience's ability to pay attention.
0: Yeah. So like the initial joke is good, but then like the next beat takes away from it. And that was really frustrating. However, I still, like, really liked this movie. It has, like, this amazing dance sequence with multiple Katrina Kips yeah. um, battling Shiva Chata. So good. Uh, I
1: also like how, unlike Ghostbusters in the movie Ghostbusters, the phone boot, like... People would just rag on them for days. (laughs) They're completely made fun of because they're like 100% like we are actual ghostbusters. And what would actually happen is people would probably call them incessantly. And that's what happens.
0: I think the dynamic between Katrina Keff, Ishan Katar, Satan Chhattabadi is like there's a lot of chemistry there. Jackie Shroff is having... They do a lot of drugs? (laughs) Yeah. Jackie Shroff is having so much fun as the villain. I do think that kind of like the plot in the second half gets a little... A little convoluted like katrina Kef is like i'll help you but at some point i'm gonna call in a favor and the second half is her calling in the favor i still really liked it like i i agree i don't know if it's as solid as boot police it's nowhere near as good as street i mean
1: they could fight the boot police though like that yeah. that's the thing like they could team up in the next one <laughs> right because they could yeah. all see ghosts i think or maybe could save because uh, Saif Ali Khan could he not see ghosts, but that was.
0: But Arjun Kapoor, Arjun yeah, could. Was that the
1: bit? Yeah. So like, yeah, you could do some fun stuff with that.
0: Yeah, but and Blue Bullia too. That was yeah. really good too. So yeah, like...
1: throw a, throw a, um uh, what's his name in there?
0: Kartik Yeah, throw Kartik yeah. in
1: there as another guy who could see ghosts, <laughs> and like all three of them just kind of like sort of con artists who have a ghost yeah. gimmick.
0: I don't. Know. I just. This is a good mode for Bollywood. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily like my favorite of all these movies. I, it, again, it doesn't have like the social commentary that you have with Street. But I think more stuff hits than misses for me personally. Your mileage may vary. Watch it on and Halloween. I,
1: you'll have you'll have fun.
0: And I do think you kind of need to have a bit of an understanding of eighties and nineties Bollywood to enjoy it.
1: Yes, and. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, I think, no, I mentioned this in the car. I don't think I mentioned this on the show. Maybe I did. Uh, My ideal, like, Bollywood horror comedy would be Northanger Abbey with Ramsey Brothers. And this is kind of close to that because at least in the commercial Bollywood we've seen for the last 10 years or so, they don't really talk about the Ramsey Brothers stuff, even though that was, like the main horror output. Yeah. And like, I think they should be respected more. Yeah. And this is kind of a good step. And we're watching that uh, Amazon Prime thing next. So uh, the Vasambala one. So I'm happy that, uh, you know, the filmmakers are kind of realizing like, there's there's some gold to be mined here from this schlocky stuff.
0: Yeah. All right, that brings us to Unchai. We Unchai.
1: watched this yesterday.
0: Yes, directed by Suraj R. Barjatya, the director of *Hamapke Hain Khan* mm-hmm. and many other classics, uh, known for his dialogue writing, as we see in *Om Shanti Om*. Uh, it stars Amitabh Bachchan, Anupam Kher, and Bowman Irani. They play. Well, I was going to get to that.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> um, but they play three best friends. Uh, who are trekking to not like the top of Everest, but just to the Everest base camp.
1: Which is good and because they, they're old. They, are they old. probably shouldn't go higher than that.
0: It is revealed that they are doing this because their friend played by Danny Dengzampa uh, passed away and this was kind of one of uh, his, he he wanted to do this, the four of them. Yeah. It was kind of one, he's from, he's Nepalese uh, he's, and he wanted to, to do this. Um, to kind of honor, just so he could return to kind of Yeah,
1: he says his, his mountain maiden
0: exactly. is, is Everest. Exactly. Um, along for the ride is also Sarika, who kind of, we see her at the beginning of the film, joins and the then team. she joins the team kind of later on, and we don't really find out why till later. And uh, Nina Gupta plays Bomanarani's wife, who is like not necessarily super into them doing this. Her job is
1: basically to be fooled and yeah. uh, tricked, hit every opportunity.
0: And Parineeti Chopra is uh, their guide. This um, might be to... the best
1: Parineeti Chopra performance I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Really? Think about it.
0: I did not like her in this.
1: But like, compared to many of her other. Films.
0: I think she's really good in *Ladies vs Ricky Ball* yes. and Shud Desi Romance*.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Though she's good. And but...
0: *Mary Pierre Bindu*, which you haven't seen.
1: In, but in this one, like. She's sort of a frustrated and exasperated uh, mountain guide.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so what surprised me is that like the first half of this film is just about them like...
1: Driving to...
0: T- yeah, it's like, it's really just like a road trip for them to get there so they can start the track. It's sort of like
1: Piku if there were three yeah. shots. Uh
0: And then the second half is the trek, And it's just like, along the way, it's... So convoluted. All of the obstacles are so drawn out and obvious. Step
1: one: call, All... ahead, call ahead to wherever you're going to make sure it's okay that yeah. you come. That that'll that'll solve half your problem.
0: All three of these men kind of have to face their failures in life, the way they've let down their family, and mm-hmm. I just and it goes on. Forever. This is and a three-hour three film. It also feels so irresponsible because the entire time you're like, well, yeah, these guys are too old to be doing this, and this is dangerous because they're not revealing like their medical And this conditions. is why they're not telling Wilan oh.
1: Arani's wife because she probably has a point.
0: And I know that you looked up that like, um, people aged seven, 7 to, to 70, to 70 yeah. have done this track. Like, it is like... A lot of walking. Bachchan's
1: in his 80s. Yeah.
0: The hardest. Ronnie
1: and Anna Vukera pushing 70. Like, yeah. they're on the outside of who should be allowed to go.
0: Yeah. But, like, the hardest part is, like, acclimatizing yourself to the altitude, from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, it just.
1: And forgetting your Alzheimer's pills.
0: I think, like, I'm totally here for a movie about three geriatric friends going on an adventure this is a
1: super r have we explained super R? I
0: don't think so do you want to
1: yeah so this is probably 15 years ago i thought was yeah. super r but a super r so for r-rated film is 19.
0: in alberta yeah. so an, um, an r rating in alberta is different than an r rating in the the yeah. u.s it, it's it's a, it's more equivalent to an nc-17 yeah
1: but it's 18 year olds only you know yeah Uh, And there's actually that Japanese movie, R100, which is like a movie that's so extreme that you have to be 100 years old to watch it.
0: Yeah, it's really not that extreme. Yeah,
1: but a super R is uh, for like, I don't know, 60 plus, I would say? It's what
0: Quentin Tarantino calls geriatric cinema. Yeah, And I...
1: I I completely understand these movies are not for me, but I often enjoy them. The Phantom of the Open is one I just watched. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I lovable old people having an adventure sometimes it's for me it's not always for me but like it's it's definitely a lot of old people like watching movies so yeah. it's it's like a it's a market that makes sense and yeah old people's stories I shouldn't keep saying old people like <laughs> but people at every stage of their lives should have movies about them yes. because everyone's life deserves it has value the right? classic
0: example is the the best exotic gold Hotel which is a movie I like yeah um and and so yeah I'm, I'm here for like this premise it's it it kind of you had mentioned this while you we were watching It's kind of has like a bit of a city slickers premise yeah um but they're older and and so i did really want to like this and obviously i like these actors but it's just it gets way too maudlin
1: yes and it's um, three hours it's
0: long. way too drawn out and i just Oh, God, I lost... And it takes way too long to get to the actual, like, them starting the trek, which is the reason why we're here.
1: There could have been more training montage, though.
0: Yeah, That's I will say... the weird say... part is there could have
1: been, like, ten more minutes of that and, like, less of just actually driving. Yeah.
0: I will say I really like the song, though, um, celebrating Danny Dangzampa's birthday. Yeah. That, like, opened on such a, like... It, I don't know, it set me up for what I thought was, was going to be. A really fun movie about lifelong friendship and overcoming challenges and and maybe facing a little bit of regret but like oh man they really zero in on like the regret
1: yeah when you have a certain amount of bodies in your past as you age
0: yeah i just like i think it had a lot of potential and i'm disappointed it wasn't better
1: so i did find that some of the filmmaking in this was kind of um inconsistent Uh, like i realized that these are fairly old men and you shouldn't actually take them up to the Everspace camp. They uh, seem
0: pretty fit though. Like I don't.
1: Yeah. And, like I'm not to shame them, but yeah. like it is.
0: It Although is, hilariously, it, you know who seems the fittest? Bowman Arani. No, Danny Denzapa. Oh, Danny Denzapa.
1: Yeah. He's like an ageless, uh, ageless being. Yeah. But like it's, there's a lot of sort of shots from far away of them wearing uh just like probably actors who are Mm -hmm. standing in for them. And I thought that some of the photography of the actual mountain range was pretty good, but really the lighting switches every five seconds and you could really tell when it's green screen versus something Mm -hmm. else. Yeah, it was just kind of incompetently made a lot of it. But I understand that it was probably because you just can't take them there.
0: Yeah, I don't, I just,
1: this is the, we'll never have to think about this movie again, probably. And I, I yeah. it's, it's even fading from my mind now. And I watched it yesterday.
0: I was really wanting to like this. I, I thought it might be really charming. As
1: soon as we saw that runtime, though, we're like, oh, this premise does not have enough gas to go that long.
0: I think so. Yeah.
1: Okay. So next up is Monica, Oh, My Darling.
0: This, this, I think is my, my favorite Bollywood film of the year. Directed, I really, I really liked this.
1: Directed by Vasan Bala. Features Rajkumar Rao, Huma Kreshi, and Neurotika Apte. And uh, this is actually adapted from a Japanese novel. Yes. And you've read some of this guy's stuff, right? Yes. Yeah, this is the... Who? who what are his books?
0: So he's probably most well-known for the Detective Galileo books. Uh, this is Keiga Higashino. Uh, and I, I've i read the first Detective Galileo, and I have the, the, the next few Um, my mom has read them but I I'm not as quick as her partly because I'm not retired
1: (laughs) so not having a job certainly gives you a lot of time to read books
0: yeah so I do need to catch up now the devotion of suspect X uh, probably I would say I mean I'm not in Japan but certainly uh, outside of Japan I think that's his most famous novel so this is not an adaptation of one of uh, Higashino's Detective Galileo books. Those are the ones that I'm reading. Again, I've only read the one so far, but I really liked it. I'm really excited about that uh, movie version of it that we're going to get. Um, but this is based on Rotasso no Shinzu, uh, which is, I believe, one of Higashino's works from the, I think, the 90s. It says
1: 1989. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, in this film, Rashkumar Rao plays a sort of upwardly mobile engineer at a robotics firm uh, who's sleeping with the boss's secretary, played by Huma Qureshi, and she says that she's pregnant. He's also dating the boss's daughter, mm-hmm. probably fiancé, actually, and he finds himself in a little bit of a pickle. Mm-hmm. And two other guys at the firm kind of sort of scarily message him. But it turns out that they're also being blackmailed by Monica. Monica's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they decide, well, she's a problem. We should kill her collectively. Mm-hmm. Then we can work together. And they do. But then a bunch of stuff happens, and or do they? <laughs> and maybe Monica's still alive, and then yeah, things start going crazy. Yeah, uh, this is a fantastic movie.
0: It's so good. It uh, it's it's twisty. It's uh, a really good like thriller mystery premise. It's also really funny. It's mm-hmm. got great performances. Like just, uh, it's so it's so well done. I really. Really loved it. It's it's definitely one that I want to kind of dig into again because I just, I found it so enjoyable. It's just the way that the mu- music is used throughout. It has yeah. this big number at the top uh, with Huma Qureshi that reminded you know, me... like it, the
1: company Christmas party, basically?
0: Yeah, okay. and it reminded me a lot of the way that Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom starts out yeah, with Kate Capshaw doing um, Anything Goes. Uh, and it just, like, yeah, it really, like... Rajkumar Rao's giving a fantastic performance at the center of it, which is not that surprising, but all of the supporting... Radhika Apte
1: is very funny. She's oh, Radhika the, is so funny. She's the cop investigating this, and she clearly thinks that Rajkumar Rao is just an asshole and is yeah. basically just messing with him, like just trying to trip him up with cop stuff, but also she just doesn't like him. <laughs> yes. And he's not a likable guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the way that it kind of incorporates this song, you know, Pia Tu Abto Aja, And a bunch of other songs into a kind of soundscape. It's almost like a music video, almost like it kind of it uses music in a really interesting way. It's like there's always music going, basically. It's kind of got a Quentin Tarantino vibe, I think.
0: Sure, but I don't think it's as, like...
1: It's not as pithy and, like, yeah, dialogue-focused. No. But kind of using old songs and stuff.
0: I think if you like the films of Stream Rain Raghavan, you would definitely like this. Like, this feels like yeah. one of the best things since And A Dude. I'm, I'm totally biased because, like, this kind of neo-noir space is definitely my jam.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but, I don't know, maybe that doesn't make me biased just so much as, like this film is really pitched at my sensibilities that kind yeah, of thing It's the
1: sort of thing we like
0: that i that i really enjoy
1: it's an author that you enjoy
0: yeah 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 i'm i i'm like really excited by vasanbala uh, we're going to watch his amazon prime show about <laughs> um like 80s and 90s horror b, movies b films, b films yeah. as you said I don't think I was as in love with Kodard Nahin Hota as others were, as certainly you were, Matt, but Monaco, oh, my darling, perfection. I I really don't have a negative thing to say about this movie whatsoever. Like, I also just... really like the,
1: the kind of robotics aspect, too. Like, yeah. this could have been at any company, basically, and yeah. if the novel's from 89, like, maybe the Japanese one doesn't take place at a robotics company, but it adds just a kind of, like, an extra little edge because you know robots can kill people
0: yeah i'll have to see i don't know if that's one that has been translated um during the pandemic i really started to get into japanese mystery novels and so uh i'm still like i'm by no means an expert i'm still just like dipping my toes in here and there to see what i like Mm -hmm. um so i don't know much about uh about Higashino's work that's been translated outside of the detective galileo stuff um but but yeah I'd, I'd be interested in reading in reading the book um and like i said i want to watch this again because i think it's got like i wouldn't say that all of the twists are that surprising i think certainly some of them you can see them being telegraphed and uh you know it's coming but i don't think I don't think that's a problem because it does go to some really interesting and unexpected places yeah. that, that are also very satisfying.
1: I will say maybe a little bit of face blindness going on, but the first like two minutes of the movie, oh, yeah. you I was got, a little like, confused. Really, you got, like really I got really focused on that. I, I really did not know which characters were present at the beginning because there's a bit of a prologue. Yeah. And I got myself just twisted.
0: And you really do that, whereas, like, if I don't completely understand something that's going on, I just, like, let it go and assume the film's going to explain it later.
1: That's just what you are in life, though
0: yeah that's true
1: yeah yeah whereas, whereas I, I, you I were
0: just like i want to puzzle things
1: through i'm just like who are those guys and
0: you didn't want to just like rewind and rewatch it to like set it straight for you we well, did eventually yeah
1: um anyway speaking of uh keigo higashino yes. and the devotion <laughs> of suspect x we also have drishium 2 which yes. is a sequel to the movie that might be inspired by that book is what you're saying
0: uh well i mean i guess or the remake
1: of the sequel, of the movie <laughs> that's potentially based on this, because it's from a Malayalam, from franchise.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, again, like, that was one of the claims, but I, I didn't think Drishtream was actually that similar to The Devotion of Suspect X, other than kind of one one thing. Is
1: that all about lying to cops? Because I really appreciate that this is it. <laughs> two film or I guess four film series now that's all about why it's morally good to lie to cops
0: uh I mean there is some lying at cops yes uh so one of the things I like about Drish 2 is it's an actual sequel
1: yeah it's like the next it's seven years later but it it picks up right where Drish one left off
0: yeah exactly we have the same it's not a spiritual
1: sequel nope and they're not in a real like new adventure yeah it's same old problems.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's the same <clears throat> cast uh and down to like even the daughters. So like yeah. Ajay Devgan is back, Shriya Saran is back, Isha Dutta is back. Runel Jadav, who plays the youngest daughter, she's back, which is impressive because, like, she's a little girl in the first film. This is, yeah. like, seven, eight years later. And uh, actually
1: kind of joins the cast.
0: Yes, yes. Tabu and Rajat Kapoor obviously back because they played the parents of the... Murdered You should boy, just set person. up the story. Cause... But this t- this time around, actually, I kind of see. Okay. So, again, it's like seven or eight years since the last Drishyam. We didn't, like, refamiliarize ourselves with Drishyam before sitting down. It explains
1: to... it basically, though. Yeah,
0: to watch this movie. And I think that was okay. It filled in any of the things we maybe didn't entirely remember from the first Jershium. But I think if you did watch them back to back, it would be fine. It would probably, it would be a little
1: bit repetitive watching them back to back, but like it's, it's a pretty good yarn.
0: Yeah. So Tabu and Rajat Kapoor have moved to London, but they keep returning every year to India, to Goa, uh, because they still haven't found the body of their son, and, and so they, they don't feel like they can move on with their lives until he's at rest.
1: They need boot police.
0: <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, Akshay Khanna plays a uh, police officer uh, who makes it his mission to kind of bring, like, to, to find where Ajay Devgan has hidden the body and finally well, catch this family.
1: Yeah, you should explain. Because in the first Drishyam... Rajat Kapoor and Tabu's son gets murdered. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: By his daughter, not by, by him.
1: By, Ta- by Ajay Devgan's daughter.
0: Ishita. Ishita Dutta.
1: I would say it is a, like, it's not on purpose. It's no. sort of a heat of the moment type thing. Yeah. And Ajay Devgan both hides the body and then also works with his family, like, coaching them yeah. on how they could fool the cops yeah. by establishing an alibi and doing a lot of stuff to just kind of make the situation fuzzy enough that mm-hmm. they can get away with it um, the, the kid was an asshole anyway like you you don't feel <laughs> that he bad that he died you know, you don't. and uh, Tabu is also like the chief of police if not like a detective.
0: And so. she gives a terrifying performance. Yeah, She's yeah. like very. She's extremely mad
1: that her son was murdered.
0: Very intense. And
1: is pretty sure it was Ajay Devgan. Yeah. Almost positive, actually. Yeah.
0: So, eight years later, the cops are still trying to get them, and there are new twists and turns about how Ajay Devgan manages to stay a step ahead, a step ahead of the cops at all times. Now, I will say, like, I think kind of the third act of this is a bit silly <laughs> and a bit uh unbelievable I don't know if I needed a sequel to Drishim. I don't know if it like really like it felt like everything was wrapped up I didn't really need one
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but I still had a lot of fun with this Akshay Khanna is fantastic he has so many excellent one-liners someone give that man a streaming show well, I
1: figured out what he should do what he should do the Hindi version of True Detective. Sure. He could either be Woody Harrelson or Matthew McConaughey. Sure. Like, he like the hair makes more sense for Harrelson, but, like, that kind of haunted cop who also is kind of fun to watch and isn't just depressing.
0: Yeah. But, like, just, like, give him a streaming show. He is so good. Maybe um, he doesn't want to be
1: a cop on TV for years, but, like, he would kill it.
0: I think if you this like... This and
1: It Effect are the two, like... yeah the ones where he's so good.
0: I think if you like the first Drishim, you should definitely it's, watch it's it. more Drishim. I would not watch look, this. Sh- look who's
1: Drishim in again.
0: <laughs> I would not watch this if you haven't seen the first Drishim. It yes. would make no sense. It wouldn't work at all.
1: Yeah. Um, you would actually be like, am I supposed to like it, Actually? He seems like a criminal mastermind who's a murderer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't like this as much as Monica Oh My Darling. I do kind of think both of them are like, Think, think that they're both a little too smart. Um, and they are smart and they are satisfying, but they just like. I don't know. There's I still have a bit of like skepticism with both of them.
1: I mean, the best but scene I in this. I do
0: like. I do
1: really like both. The of best them. scene in this is when actually kind of just hauls in Devgan's family and just yeah. like, yeah, we're just going to start beating your yeah. wife and child until you tell us.
0: And Goa looks beautiful. Like, just.
1: But I just wonder, like, how much of this town's budget is devoted to just <laughs> taking down this one guy? I like, they're they're spying on him all the time. They've got like twenty four hour police yeah. surveillance. It's been seven years.
0: <laughs> I do really love that. Like, he's just like a criminal mastermind because he's watched so many movies. Yeah. <laughs> and in this one, like, he's a uh, he owns he's, a movie theater. Yeah, he owns a movie theater now. He's, and he's well making his own movie. Yeah. 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 So yeah, dress uh, <laughs> I don't
1: know if that. Uh, I would be interested to see what a lawyer thinks of this movie because I don't know if the defense that they come up with makes any yeah. sense.
0: Uh, it's good. I, I, I do think that like this is a fun franchise that's really well done. I don't.
1: Could they do another one? Like, <laughs> were other people around that day too? They
0: d- they wrap things up in this one. I feel like I feel like it's good. I feel like we're good. I feel like it's done
1: until you know. Ajudevkin's kid accidentally as another person. Whoops.
0: All right, Matt, what's our last film of 2022 to discuss?
1: Okay. Oh, you gave me the best for last, huh? Yeah. Uh, so the last one we watched and the last one that was out was Circus. With a K. With a K. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that this is how the word circus <laughs> is spelled in Hindi or Urdu or, or any language. It's just like that for some reason. I
0: think it is in German.
1: Maybe, but this movie does not play, take place in Germany. Hmm. It takes place in the tea-growing region. It's in Uti.
0: Oh, no, apparently circus in German is <laughs> Well yeah, There that's... is a K, but apparently also a Z. Thank you, Google Translate.
1: That sounds like German. Okay. Uh, I think it's Uti. Oh, my God, I'm looking at the names of... I'm keeping all of this in because this movie sucks. And if you made it two hours and ten minutes into this podcast, like... Yeah,
0: it's Uti. You're going to be fine. So one goes to Uti, one goes yeah. to Bangalore. I, no,
1: I'm just looking at the names again, just like, right. Oh they're both named Roy. They're both named Joy. Uh, I have not seen uh, the Gomal films, which yeah. are, these are... This is sort of like a prequel to Gomal, I guess,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is about four guys at an orphanage I'm assuming yeah. or who grew up together as orphans yeah. whereas this movie...
0: I've seen the latest Goulmal. Um, one of the issues I had with that film is one of the issues I had with this film in that the color of the grass is weird
1: yeah this looks like like the Windows 95 backdrop kind of like it's got a really weird uh, super stylized color grading yeah. that takes a place that normally looks pretty cool like uh, you actually see I think the tea growing places in the like the plantation in uh, Police is the same area. Mm. And that looked pretty cool. This it just looks like, like a Fruitopia commercial or something.
0: Yeah. So this is Rohit Shetty, who directed yeah. the Gomal films. Yeah, more like
1: Rohit Shetty, I would say.
0: It's based on William Shakespeare. sorry. It's
1: it is an official adaptation of William Shakespeare's well, it's not. The okay. Comedy of so Errors. So that's
0: what it said when this was first announced. It was going to be an official adaptation of Shakespeare's The Comedy of Errors. It's actually a remake of Angur, which is a film from the 80s um and that is an adaptation of the comedy of errors now i don't i don't know how official any of this is i don't know the comedy of errors that's not one of the shakespeare plays i'm familiar with this
1: this, this is the sort of thing that would happen sh- happen in a shakespeare play like a comedy yeah. there's often double roles people get adopted the yeah you know um rich people poor people interacting but, like, this is just insufferable. So, yeah, explain uh, the
0: plot. It and starts, I just, like, it I feel off, so bad we paid money to go see this movie because I'm, like, I'm so out of energy at this point in this episode. And I, like, don't even remember what I have to complain about it. It was just bad.
1: So, Morale Sharma, who we've seen in a lot of movies, is a doctor in the 40s who, mm-hmm. get this, is trying to prove that in vitro fertilization is a good idea. Because is, at this okay, point, wait, is that, he, he, is, he is trying to do that. And his, his theory is that... Um, what people say to him is that oh but if they use someone else's A like if it's if the blood from another mother is like carrying this child the family will reject it and his plan in order to show that bloodlines don't really matter is to take a, two pairs of twins mm-hmm. and then like split them up mm-hmm. so uh, one Ranveer Singh and one um, other guy one Ranveer Singh and one Varun Sharma go to one couple. And then the other Ranveer Singh and Varun Sharma go to the other couple. Mm-hmm. And they are told that these are, you know, twin brothers. Or mm-hmm. maybe not twins, but they're brothers. Like fraternal brothers, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Fraternal twins.
1: And then the idea is that this would be a great way to see if A, bloodlines matter. And B, like nature versus nurture.
0: Well, exactly. It's like this... It's like that nature versus... But he did the IVF
1: thing first, and I swear to God, I was paying attention and just like, so you're going to prove that IVF would be a good idea by doing something that has literally nothing at all to do with IVF. Well, and it also
0: doesn't make sense, because like, IVF, they they never mention it again, and it's like, that wasn't really... When did it... IVF become a thing?
1: I don't know but the this says it was in the 40s <clears throat> so Anyways. by the 60s the 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 kids are old and, yeah, and this important. is basically why there's a doctor following them around and checking yeah. with them in their lives. And
0: it's important to know that like it's set in the 60s because um, Jacqueline Fernandez has very cute outfits. Yeah, that's literally like, the, the only redeeming of the feature of the film. Um, it reminds me, like the, the basic setup of this reminds me of the actual like twin study, the Nature versus Nurture twin study that they did in the US.
1: What a buzzkill! Um, you are. You bring up this horrible sad story.
0: Yeah, that's featured in the documentary Three Identical Strangers. Uh, and if you read up or look into anything about that study, it's horrible. Do not separate twins. Yeah. Like it, it was a re- like they it was a really messed up thing that they did. To many people's lives.
1: But this is the preamble. So then yeah. we get to the 60s and...
0: Um, <clears throat> but w- it's just one like...
1: One of the from, the
0: from the get-go, I'm like, this guy is evil. That's a horrible yeah. thing to do.
1: But like... So one of the Ranveer's sings has the ability to touch electricity and not have it bother him. Right. And as we learned in the... Um, Jadwa. The Jadwa franchise, there's a, such a thing called... Twin motion or twin logic or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Where you can pass energy to your twin. So when one Ranveer Singh is holding onto electricity, the other one transmit the electricity whoever he's touching. Yeah. It's wacky. It is wacky. Um, two. So one set of Ranveer Singh, so the non-circus ones, the circus ones work at the circus because their parents, their adoptive parents died. Yeah. And they had to work at the service. And
0: one of them has the ability to like touch electricity and it not yeah. affect him.
1: Okay, then the other yeah. ones, they were adopted by Shakuntala Devi.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> remember that? Yes.
1: Yeah, so it's like, uh, oh my God. Why did you drag an old Shakuntala Devi into this? Uh, listen to our episode on her movie because the character as portrayed in this is just like a generic rich lady who, um, who's, the, who's the annoying man in this? She's just sort of a generic rich lady who this guy, um, Sanjay Mishra, Rai Bahadur is the character. Mm-hmm. Sanjay Mishra, his daughter, Jacqueline Fernandez, wants to get married to uh, Ranveer Singh, mm-hmm. this Ranveer Singh. Yeah. And then he thinks that Shakuntala Devi is too low class, yeah. even though she's apparently very wealthy. yes. So he starts spying on this Ranveer Singh to find out yeah. like what he's up to and then the spy finds out that there's another one he's married lots of hijinks ensue but like a this twin thing is actually sort of morally repugnant yeah B, the electricity subplot is okay i mean the first time it happens i actually thought it was kind of funny the millionth time after that terrible and then c this whole rai bahadur sort of classism thing is interesting at first, but since we actually know who Shaka Devi was, a math genius, like, you could have just made up any name you want.
0: That being said... It's
1: such a baffling movie.
0: That being said, Sanjay Mishra is one of... The, he's like
1: one of the only good parts of the Yeah, America. he's
0: he's giving one of the better performances.
1: Do you know who isn't doing that, though? Who?
0: Uh,
1: this new guy. Uh, Siddhartha Jadav? Oh, yeah. Uh, so... I thought for sure that he was, like, actually Johnny related. Lever's child. Yeah,
0: like, actually related to Johnny he Lever. He looks yeah. a lot like
1: Johnny Lever. He does Johnny Lever-type yeah. uh, shtick.
0: And the, the film does play into that, too. Yeah,
1: Johnny yeah. Lever shows up later as yeah. the kind of uh, artful dodger to this group of thieves who are trying to steal money from yeah. one of the set of twins. Um, but, yeah, ugh, it sucked. Uh, It looked ridiculous. The acting was over the top and not in a fun way. Like, Sanjay Mishra was kind of fun because he's just a huge dick of the whole movie and doesn't care about anything. But Renvier Singh is...
0: Oh, terrible performance.
1: The circus version, who should be really amped up and interesting because he literally eats electricity, is very boring.
0: Yeah, and he is also like... He wants a child, but it has to be his yeah. kid. And his, his wife, played by Pooja Hegde, is, like, trying to say, like, no, we can adopt. Like, you were adopted.
1: <laughs> and this doctor who visits oh. them every year could mention it at any point.
0: Yeah. Uh, and there's, like, something going on with, like, their anniversary. Like, the, the thing is, is, like, so one pair of twins goes to, like, the town of the circus twins. Yeah. And then, obviously, chaos like, ensues because Chaos ensues two. because people don't realize that they are not... the same person there is also a uh, item number with Topeka Patakone and I guess she's playing the same character she was playing in Chennai Express so Rohit Shetty yeah oh wow so Rohit Shetty is like bringing together all of his like movies it's like the Avengers
1: of shitty movies
0: yeah with except for Singham
1: Which which has its own Avengers universe to itself Oh, also, Puja Hegde is an author yeah. who writes a bunch of mysteries that the other Ranveer Singh, who has not met her yet, is a fan of. And this is kind of the way that it's like, oh, he's paranoid because he reads too many detective books.
0: Yeah. So aside... all oh, right, and there's this like weird thing with this diamond necklace that's always getting misplaced. Okay, so aside from uh, Sajay Mishra's... Uh, Like classism. I think he gives a kind of funny performance. Jacqueline Fernandez has cute outfits. This movie is terrible. I'm exhausted.
1: It's really miserable. (laughs) Um, I don't suggest you watch it. We
0: usually record... Is it worse
1: than Hero Panty? That was kind of the real race to the bottom for me, because Hero Panty kind of had ambition and was actually much stupider. Yeah. But, like, it had and Siddiqui kind of having a good time, and Tiger Shroff... Fights six cars there's not any spectacle in this
0: and it had uh dr julia bulgaria
1: the immortal character dr julia bulgaria
0: yeah like i don't even have like silly things to point to that we thought were stupid in this movie like it was just a really bad movie it was such a slog and yeah it was a waste of money
1: Yeah, and we made Devin watch it. Poor Devin. And he well, because Devin... He, he wouldn't... He, Devin likes Rohit Shetty for Devin some Devin likes
0: Rohit Shetty. Hopefully Devin this... Devin this likes Shakespeare. Um, he also thought it was awful and had a terrible time. So, like, none of us liked this. But, you know, we made it through. Um, okay. Cool. I am so sorry. I'm going
1: to give you my quick fire top five because you don't have yours. No,
0: handy. I can get them.
1: Okay. So, my quick fire top five for 2022 is Gone Goodbye, number one. Monaco, My Darling, number two. Uh, this is also not including Triple R and PS1. Yes. Uh, then it's Shramaji Namkeen. Okay. Uh, a Neck, which I know a lot of people don't like at all. Right. But I thought it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Bad Hai Doe. Okay. Like, there actually were a lot of decent movies this year, but nothing... They just got overshadowed by the South Indian stuff, for sure.
0: Yeah, so I would say Monica Omar Darling is my number one. And then Gone Goodbye. Hi- those
1: two are just great movies in any year.
0: Yeah. Um, Bad High Doe. hmm Gary Ann. hmm And then... You know, I think I have to give it... Phone boot? No, to... Dr. To, G? To Sharmaji Nankin. Yeah.
1: Sharmaji Nankin, we talked about that in our prior yeah, episode. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a weird experiment.
0: It's a weird experiment, but it just, like, the joy that I feel for that film is what I wanted for Unchai yeah. and, and didn't get, so...
1: And you have to just kind of respect the filmmakers for finishing it, even though they only had, you know, half of it. Yeah. And it is a very weird let's the episode you can find out why but it is a very weird way to do a film yeah but like it kind of works at the end
0: yeah I apologize for my lack of energy here we usually record these episodes on uh, weekends but we had to record it on a, on a weekday this year and uh
1: we started off so strong <laughs> I'm
0: like
1: uh, things we I, didn't get to see I am falling asleep an action hero Betty uh, yeah. and Vicar Veda we which did that at the top all seem like things that could potentially be in my top five they all look great yeah so well, I look forward to seeing those
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, any other comments about 2022, the year of Bollywood movies? Do you think 2023 is the year that Bollywood is saved again?
1: Yes, because we have three Shower Khan movies coming out. (laughs) Okay. And Pathon we're seeing on Saturday, I'm extremely hyped. Everything I read about it, like, people on Twitter have been really good about not spoiling it. Mm. Although, um, like, it is tied to the Tigers in the Hay universe. Right. So keep that in mind i guess yeah and also to, and the, war. to the war universe which yeah. are two movies i really liked so, yeah so it's going to be playing into that a little bit but like that looks amazing and it has already made it had the, mo- the highest pre-sales of any Hindi film of all time so like it could actually save everything
0: i'm ready to have some fun yeah. Um So, I'm ready to see
1: Sherlock Khan again.
0: <laughs> I think our next episode will likely be popping on here to give a review of that film. We might have a special guest. Um, but our next kind of official episode, well, I guess it's going to be a Netflix and Dill, is, is we are going to be uh, watching that Vasambala show that we have referenced. Cinema Mart Dumb Talk. Really looking forward to it. It looks mm-hmm. like kind of thing it's like a documentary show um i think they're high. talking to
1: directors from back in the day and like yeah. kind of allowing them to make a movie now sort of like the act of killing in a way <laughs>
0: okay sure
1: but like more fun uh
0: yeah i think it's gonna be fun uh that'll be out in a couple weeks in the meantime matt how can people keep up with the show
1: at bollywood pod bollywood is <laughs> bollywood is for lovers at com facebook.com slash bollywood for lovers at matt underscore b-o-w-e-s at ernie fraser
0: Yes, I am at Ernie Fraser, E R N E F A S E R. You can also listen to my other show that I do with Paul Matwachek called Trash... Which Matt called Paul's show earlier. If you like lists,
1: uh, let me tell you the last two episodes of this. Yeah. You're in luck because it's your top 10 of the year. And then also uh, an episode that I was on. Yes. And we talked about our what we would do for our sight and sound lists. Oh, okay. And I think some of the answers... Paul seemed consistently, like, very excited by our picks. Oh, good. Like, he was just like, that's a great pick. That's all you want, really.
0: Uh, Yeah, so that's Trash Run the Movies. Uh, If you like this show, please leave us a star rating and a review. Um, Then you can get some biffle points. We really appreciate it when you do that. Um, Also, you know, let us know what your favorite movies of 2022 were, what maybe we missed that we should catch up with. Uh, we want to thank Becca Dolkey for our artwork. Yeah, and that's it. We're done.